Okay, you guys, welcome to Sorted Details, the podcast where we try to figure out things that don't matter at all and really argue point by point things that have are of no consequence. Right, Millie? That's correct. All right, today's guest, we have Karen Kilgariff. Hi. The amazing Karen Kilgariff. Hi, gals. Who we've already started arguing, so now i got (laughs) to press record because I want to talk to you about ghosts. Yes. For many reasons, because I know you have a cool ghost story. I do. Also, because I know you're willing to really get into the rules of ghosts. Dumb. Yes, I'm. W- I'm willing to pretend I know what ectoplasm is. <laughs> where ecto cooler is. <laughs> it's very delicious. What an ectomorph is and what an endomorph is. Well, because you're you're one of my friends who isn't. Look, we all all none of us here know for sure if ghosts exist, but you are definitely one of my friends who isn't doesn't shoot it down when I try to seriously talk about ghosts. Of course, I wouldn't. I've had a personal ghost experience. Yes. Okay. So I never would. Let's go around the horn then. Do you have a ghost story? <laughs> no. Like you've never I, had an actual ghost touch you? No. I mean, I can't, now I kind of wish I did. <laughs> no. But have you been in a room where you're like, I feel like maybe a ghost is here? Okay. Because that's the thing I want to say. I, I think that in my experience, <laughs> I've had like experiences with like energies maybe. Yes. I've never seen like a fully formed ghost apparition oh me neither i've never seen one but i've definitely been in scenarios i mean because let's get real i used to live in charleston south carolina which is filled with like civil war crazy ghosts and beyond other things but like where i think i've been in like some kind of like american revolution type house and have felt weird in there yeah or felt some kind of like weird breeze i even feel that in my apartment yeah but we definitely where we grew up in atlanta like it's Civil War Central. Like anytime I was in a friend's house in Atlanta that had a fireplace in the bedroom, I'm like haunted. Yes. That's a Civil War house. There's no other reason for this fireplace to be here. Yeah. And yeah. it's like Charleston, Savannah, New Orleans are filled with ghosts. Yeah. But I've just have never had an experience with it. So I can only say that I've sort of, I, I, it's not that I don't believe in them. I just sort of like don't have an experience with one. Right. So. All right. Well, I mean, it's the, I think that's the key to the key to believing is having the conviction of being like, well, I know what I felt. Or, right. You know what I mean? Right. Because I think before the experience I had, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have argued passionately one way or the other, except for to say it drives me crazy when people are like they don't exist. Where it's just like you don't know anything. You don't know like, that I, for a fact. The, the hubris of the type of person that goes that's not real. Where it's like ninety eight percent of the ocean has not been explored. Right. Right. Anything. It could be caused by anything. It could be like, we don't know where we live. We don't know. I agree. Anything about, we barely know anything. Just because I can't wrap my brain around it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Exactly. That's how I feel about it. Where yes. it's like, yeah, you don't have proof either way. Also, just have to be a little bit controversial right now. Do I it. always find that people who get really crazy about that kind of stuff being untrue, a lot of dudes I've known. Yeah, typically like it feels like a lot of guys that I know are like, hell no, no ghost. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know, you're like, why like, do you, care you don't hard? even like want to. Th- <laughs> I'm not saying that it's like true, true, but you don't even want to like 
entertain, entertain it, it a yeah. little bit like, right well you know? yeah and i'm like the opposite where i'm like i want them to 100 percent not exist I'm not jacked about the idea of ghosts. You'd I'm, love it to be disproven. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. Like the day that somebody could come to me and be like, here's this scientific evidence that ghosts don't exist. I'm going to party in the streets <laughs> by yourself. <laughs> You're gonna be like, somebody's going to come to you and they're going to be like, remember all those cold patches, April? It turns out it was the plumbing. It <laughs> or really whatever was. you were saying, it turns out it was because of the fucking moon was in a certain position with yeah. this thing and whatever. And I'll yes. be like, Let's have a parade. It's the ocean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. My theory, it's so the ocean. I'm not like pro or anti. I mean, I guess I am anti, but it's like that thing of, yeah, it's like I just because I don't know. There's a lot of shit I don't know. It still exists. Well, and also I think there's things um, like there's definitely a lot of fakers and people that make like those. I love that the spiritualist movement in the eight was it the 1800s where everyone was like, I can see your dead mother and she yes. has this message for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that became this like it, it became so prevalent because there was like no TV and there's not, you know, right. no radio or whatever. So people are just like invite that person over and have them talk to grandma or whatever. Right. And but those there were among the hundreds of fakers. There were people like Edgar Casey who they couldn't figure out how he was real wait who's edgar edgar casey edgar casey was a spiritualist from like the 40s and 50s i think and he would go into these trances and then tell people the future and it, he was right so for a little while he was telling people like where to put their money in the stock market and r r horse races to bet on and stuff and then he stopped doing that because it, it got he it became so popular he was right so much um but was he saying that like ghosts were telling him that was he like saying my mom your dead mom is telling you to buy the stock um it was less ghost based and more he said he was going <laughs> he was into um he would go into trances and he was reading from there's a there's a correct term for it i won't be able to think of it but it's like he's reading from the ancient book that we all are we all don't know we're reading from like there's this thing that it's all been written down it's all already happened like already. nostradamus kind of stuff yeah but like a, it's almost like um uh, it's not real it's it's like there's a, almost like um uh who like we're living in a simulation or something where it's like everything's already like say the, happened the book was written by people in atlantis bless you Thank and then the atlantis book is like he could go into a trance and go back and read the book that the these higher beings had written and then tell people what was going to happen like time life mysteries yes <laughs> it was, it was really big yeah um, i'm damn sure. i want to look this guy up now yeah it's very cool and the thing that i thought was interesting is he he got specific like he could tell people what was wrong with them medically he lived out in i i want to say like it was out in the midwest like kansas or somewhere where at the time people would come from where around his house and they'd be like something the doctors don't know what's wrong with our child and then they'd be like he'd be like it's a brain tumor and then they would finally take the kid in and that's what it would turn out to be Shit. dude it, and this was in the up. 40s and 50s yeah or maybe 30s and 40s or whatever right but he basically would go into these trances and just say a bunch of shit and his secretary would write it all down and then they would go and look at it and it was he was like a kind of american nostradamus -y type but then he stopped doing it because so many people were like trying to get at him right he's it's very interesting i'll look him up did he well did he use it was he like rich and no no like he, he to use his own he once powers? he gave like a couple people like either stock tips or some kind of he just he 
learned from that experience that that he couldn't do that 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 was like misusing the sure 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 is he alive still no no okay so question uh-huh. Do you think he's a ghost? Yes. Now? He must wow. be. He must that's be. That's a great question. Yeah, I would hope he would be. Well, because that's what I get into with friends and stuff. Because that I'm always wanting to know the rules. Who gets to be a ghost? <laughs> Who doesn't? Why do you? I mean, there are the standard things we all know where it's like your death is unsolved. You got to avenge some shit. But then I feel like there are some that are just rattling the pots and pans where it's like they're not that piss they're just telling you they're there they don't seem to be like i gotta solve something yeah that was hardwick is my friend who's like there's definitely no ghost science says there's no ghost and is like not having it and his one of his main arguments is if there were ghosts every you would just be there would be like pile up on the 405 because Mm -hmm. there's there's a million ghosts on the road i love people who don't believe in something and then they make up their own rules as to how it works well that's the thing is he was (laughs) just like exist but if it does exist here's my rules as how yeah because he's like think of how many people have died over the course of history how many zillions of people have lived and died and if they're all ghosts then but they're not but that's what the thing and so he's like and I don't mean to just put it on him. I have a lot of friends that feel this way Let's where they're like, the fucking yes, phone. what the fuck? Defend your position. <laughs> but I'm like, he's like, I don't understand what you think then. Why are some people ghosts and some aren't? And that's what I want us to solve here tonight. Okay, great. We will. So what <laughs> I think standard issue again, out of the gate, fairly obvious. If you're murdered. Yep. If you, if you die with like unresolved shit from like a murder, you getting murdered. Yep. Bad vibes during your death. Yeah. Yep. And then that's I definitely just, bad vibes. As I said it out loud, I realized how dumb I sounded. Um, that so that you get to come back as a ghost because you got to be like, let me show you who's boss. Yeah. You didn't get away with this. I'm displeased. Yes. I am displeased yes. with how I went out, <laughs> and I want to take overs and do overs. Yeah. Yes. But but also because, and I'm all of this is my knowledge based on horror movies I've seen. Yes. Stephen King yeah. books I've read. Of course. But um, it's that being say murdered taken out violently or having something upsetting happen like say they led there's a there's a hospital in jerome arizona we went to one time and like uh say it was like typhus hit the city and all the adults died and then there was like two nurses left in this hospital filled with babies and then they that's the most fucked up yeah so then they all slowly died and then it's apparently like the most haunted place so it's like babies died yeah because it's haunted by ghost babies yes right which is probably the most haunted because then they just don't they're unreasonable nothing is scarier to me than child ghosts i've never even thought about baby ghosts but child ghosts yeah you get like a five or six year old victorian daughter that wants its mommy yeah you're fucked scariest ghost so wait goodbye so that is it just babies crying at all times is that what you hear Uh, no i don't know i just remember when they explained of like this is really haunted and here's why i was like that's the worst that's worse than murder stories i've heard of like kind of it was the old west and there's nothing that could be done like so the baby wasn't getting there in lack of care Right. It was like no one got, no one knew that it was happening in that town. You know, it was like, say, the gold rush. I can't, I'm not making it up, but it was like along the lines of like the gold rush hit. Everybody lived in this town. The gold ran out. Everyone left. Then typhus hit. Mm-hmm. Then there's, there's nine adults left in the town who are all slowly dying, <gasps> trying to take care of like these orphan children who the parents either died or let, whatever. I, right. You know, it was some really horrible, the setup is bad. And then just kind of like 
it's basically it leaves a black mark on the in in the, the energy environment right yeah no kidding did you go to this building yeah what did it feel like yeah um i have to say that i get like i want something to happen so much oh you're you're pro hanging out with well ghosts. i'm just like i'm a believer in that way of like if you want to touch me on the shoulder i'll feel you or what wow. you know right. what i mean i uh-uh. go in like that with that feeling uh-uh. so i think i just had weird i just my eyes were darting all over the place waiting to see if something was going to happen and also because this was i was in my you know late 20s there but i'd already had my big ghost experience already in when i was in college so i kind of was a believer because of the experience sure already but in that but in the baby hospital you didn't no. see anything it was just like cold patches or like you just get a weird tingle on your on your neck kind of but nothing nothing big but it was also like abandoned so it was already creepy yes yeah oh my god dude wow. yeah so yeah because that's that's the interesting thing to me so like a baby doesn't does a baby know to avenge its death <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's what I was about to say. Exactly. Yeah. Like as a ch- like, because here's the thing about who gets to be a ghost and who doesn't. <laughs> gets to well, like you win a contest. A great honor. <laughs> Part of me wonders if it's like such a big pain in the ass that a lot of ghosts are like, oh, I want to go through all that. Right. It's got to be a big deal. But for is me there to like a committee? Haunt. Does God decide if you get to be a ghost? Well, I mean, if for the Catholic point of view, you're Catholic, yes. right? Yes. Like it's the thing of you're in purgatory, so you don't haven't yet been passed on to the gates of heaven. But that's a heaven. God thing, right? Like, isn't it's I I have no choice. That's how I always see everything. No, no, no. Yeah. But I'm saying, I guess, because weirdly in Christianity, I was raised Christian, but there's no purgatory. So there's, but I purgatory is like God saying that like until you do like a good thing, you you hang out here and then I let <laughs> no, you into heaven. No, because you're already dead. You can't do anything. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's you can't like, like go do like, you know, <laughs> cl- make pick up, up trash yeah. on the side of the highway and be like, all right, you're in. It's like your like, best. <laughs> you can quickly go do some Doctors Without Borders stuff. <laughs> Real quick. Yeah. No, it's like, um, it's like a, a baby that's uh, born and not baptized yes. goes into, right? That's a purgatory. But then that's how do you thing. get out of purgatory? People have to pray for you for years and years. It's a, but it's then, a thing. But yeah. purgatory is like... Fictional. Again, I, well, chill, a chill zone. Forgive me. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not Catholic, so I don't know all the rules, but I'm saying it's not... It's... um not heaven and it's not hell right, right. so yeah. you're not like on earth no 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 it's it's like a waiting room yes where you it's have like not beetlejuice been, you have exactly right but okay but i think in my mind it makes sense to me that then if you die and you haven't been like had all the re- correct oils rubbed on your forehead right and you aren't just ushered right up into the kingdom of heaven then you are in purgatory and it could allow you to go back through the door okay. and just be like I'm gonna r- r- rustle some so that's, some papers around. So another, I'm not having a good time. Right. So another theory is you avenge your death, or you're bored in purgatory, and you get to like come to Earth and like kick people's cans like in Ghost. Bored, or you know, then there's a lot of movies that the 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 plot of the movie is like you have to go do something to get into heaven. Right. Right. Uh, I mean, like, well, well, that's like ghosts. Like, you got to go catch Willie the murderer, right. and then you get to go to heaven. Or but, uh, Ghost Town, the Ricky Gervais movie, which I love, which he is like, 
he's a dentist that can hear ghosts talking to him and he's like thinks he's going crazy but then he goes and helps all of the ghosts so then they get their thing they just want their family member to know one thing or learn one thing and then they can go right so it's like they they just have one less message to deliver before they leave but is that an interesting thing to think of i feel like we should be writing these down <laughs> i'm like here are the reasons the purgatory one's the most fascinating to me because the idea that like god and all-knowing all-seeing alpha and omega omega is like you got some errands to run yep. before i let you in when i'm the one that killed you in the first place yes. yeah yep. like that's wild to me but okay so this podcast is called poking holes with april yeah. and millie right oh, it absolutely is <laughs> i really do want to figure out like a list of plausible ways that you get to be a ghost because a lot of times it's not like sometimes I'm thinking like maybe like in Wuthering Heights where it's like I'm gonna haunt my boyfriend yep. because he but when that go under or so, you know it's that, that whole like well I'm gonna just haunt you because yes. but isn't that out of like that's like avenging in general right yeah but it isn't necessarily like a I died wrong and I gotta fix right. it. Right. You know, it's, it's more, more. I have an issue. That I have an I issue with let, you. I can't or, let go. Of like, this. even though you yeah. didn't kill me, you still did. A, you cheated on me, so I still get to. Yeah, or X tell you that there's sucks. no like direct correlation. It's just like I feel like haunting you because, you know, you were my boyfriend at one point or something. You know what I mean? Well, or like and then my, I think there are loving things. Like I, je- this is grim because I don't even want to think about her. Also, dying. please, please, like Wuthering Heights I'm people, not like don't. <laughs> tell me that i don't yeah, know we're not and i actually kind of don't i only yeah. know the movie but anyway go ahead. i feel like the only person i want my nana who just turned 90 is the light of my life the fucking greatest person i've ever met in my life so if she wants to ha- haunt is the wrong word but if she wants to come hang out i that is one person where i'd be like i will welcome hanging out with you so i feel like there are times where i just read an article actually because i was thinking about this after i got back from savannah and it was a lady it was in the new yorker about this lady whose job it was her job is to like ease people into death mm-hmm. she's like when people are she's not even a hospice worker she's like only called when it's like this person's gonna die in 24 hours like we need you to come make sure they're comfortable and all that like i was weeping reading it because the lady was obviously a saint because she's just like this is what i feel like is my calling and like it just oh my god it was devastating but she says in the article she's like in every almost nine times out of ten when the people are about to die, when they're like taking their last breaths, they start talking to people in the room. Okay. And she's like, who is this? And they're like, she's like, who's so-and-so? And they're like, my sister's here. My so-and-so's here. And like, they always talk to the people who uh, they, to them is like welcoming them into heaven or something. So do you want to hear a story I have that's about that? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, and this is my favorite. Um, so my mom was a psychiatric nurse. Um, when I was 12, our next door neighbor, Joyce Withington, uh, was diagnosed with breast cancer and it was already really bad. So she decided she wanted to stay in her house, not go to the hospital and die, but stay in her house. Right. So they put a hospital bed in the front room and she laid there and basically died of cancer. So we would, anytime you walked in the house, hi Joyce, she'd be laying there or whatever. And at first she was like regular and then she slowly but surely it just seemed like she was asleep all the time. And they had a, like a hospice type nurse near the end, but my mom split the time with the hospice nurse because it's so hard. Yes. And because they were great friends and she loved her. And so she would go over there and like, and give the hospice nurse, uh, you know, they would trade off essentially to make right. sure that she always had someone with her. And so my mom went over one night 
and uh, the bed was next to the sliding glass door that looked at, there was like a, um, a porch and then it kind of went down to their backyard where the pool was. And my mom sat, was sitting with her and could tell it was the end. Her breathing was really labored and stuff and um, just sitting and holding her hand. And at one point, Joyce, who hadn't spoken in like a month, turned to the sliding glass door and put her hand up and started talking and yes and got this really gorgeous smile on her face like and after nothing for for a really long time like my my mom said she it was like she lit up and from the inside and was like reaching out and then she put her hand down and went back and then that she died like that night basically right wow right Um, yes so they're next to Joyce's mother, Nani, we called her the grandma, lived in a mobile home next door to their house. Um, and so, of course, my mom called her over and, you know, the ambulance came and took the body away. And my mom said, uh, I just want you to know that right at the end, Joyce kind of woke up a little bit and looked out the sliding glass door. And as she began to tell the story to Nani, Nani had to sit down and she said, my sister called me from Wisconsin or some some state. I'm almost positive Wisconsin. My sister called me at like 4:30 this morning, um, and Nani's husband, who had died when Joyce was in her 20s, his name was Jack, and Nani's sister called her and said, "I just woke up from a dream where Jack was standing on the back porch." Um, with a suitcase and his overcoat <gasps> on going to get Joyce <gasps> out of the back. My mom fucking saw it happen. So like the aunt had a dream where she witnessed what actually went on that what my mom was sitting next to see watching see and that's Holy the kind shit. of shit where when naysayers i'm like who would lie about that what kind of a monster would no one would lie well, about also, that that's here's the thing my mother was a psychiatric nurse she wasn't into shit like that, that right wasn't, this isn't her jam at all quite the right. opposite so for me personally i don't expect people to believe me off you know just off of the, my word but the the thing that blew my mind and like every time I used to tell that story and it would make me cry because Nani was not telling my mom like oh that's what I dreamed right. Nani was like my fucking sister yes. called so it was this weird yes there was like this distance in a way where there was no way right how like could no that one be could be lying if the woman is out of state right. yeah totally R- that God. I know so I'm like crazy. trying not to cry right now. But yes, that's the thing is that when I've had whoever, if it's been my grandma, my whatever, like the people that have told me they've had encounters, they have no reason to lie to me. Why would I be like, you're lying, mom? Like, there's no reason to. There's no reason to. And also, it's the kind of shit that like, it's the same thing if somebody's telling you a dream. If you're listening to someone tell you a story like that, you're like, no, it isn't because it didn't happen to you and you don't understand the, the experience of it. And if you don't want that much mystery in your life like if life is hard enough and you can't control things anyway then that kind of shit is gonna make you shut down like you can't wait hold on so the relation it was her dad her dad came and picked her her up as she was dying her dad who had been dead for you know half of her life and he came and got her like isn't that like that's another thing about the naysayers that now I'm just like fuck you. <laughs> Look, because we like, are proving it right now. Like, listen, even if it's like in your mind, it's a story we've, we're telling ourselves to make death easier. Right. 
that should be good enough. enough for that you. should be enough. Like, why you gotta be an asshole about it? Right. My thing about it is that the idea of like dead people coming to get people who are like about to be like is that not the most comforting kind of wonderful it's, thing it's in yes. the world yes. even if it's even if it is what they you know they say of like oh when you're about to die th- these chemicals go off in your brain or whatever who gives a fuck yeah that means that we are that advanced that our brain knows this is the scariest moment yes. that can happen to you yes and so let's flood you with the good shit but it's not just that, in my opinion, yeah. because I have like a weirdly scientific version of like that, that it really happens. I just don't know how that ant in the faraway state of would have known no. to of course. lie yeah, of on course. that very morning. Of course. And to t- have told her, it wasn't like your mom's story got to her and then she went, oh yeah, I had this dream. It's like she told her beforehand. Yes. And then that lady came and was like, hey, weird, listen to this. And then your mom was like, oh my God, I watched that happen. Yes. That's crazy, dude. Right. But then that's even a thing where it's like, it doesn't, I don't know if that necessarily, that goes on the list of like, how do you get to come swing by and get somebody? Because that doesn't always happen, I don't think. I mean, no, no. Because like my dad who bounced is not going to come be like, what's up, man? I'm here to get you because I'm going to be like, I never saw you. What if that, what would you do? What would I do? He's a ghost. I would stop myself from dying what would i do i wouldn't be able to do anything about like, it uh-uh. i'm good well, I'd just be right like, that's what you would do you get here okay you know what i'm saying like that presumably was like they were really close and had a bond right yes. because i would doubt that like deadbeat dads are like what's up i came to get you <laughs> i don't I'm think like, it would be a deadbeat dad. you're alive motherfucker like, like how'd you get here good. i think the idea is it would be the person that would give you the most comfort yes, in the exactly, scariest time exactly like for me it would be my nana guaranteed yeah, yeah. guaranteed for sure I ha- listen it has to happen because there's just so many things in the world that are just like you know it's like my grandparents who just recently passed away they died within like a few months of each other i love that you know well, that's the thing is like her granddad clearly beautiful. was like i can't live without her yeah but like yes. it's this kind of thing where like you've lived with somebody for 60 years and have been with them since you were like kids and you're just like like li- like he wasn't an unhealthy guy like he no. was like to- he was 90 but was like I just like don't know how to exist, you know? Yeah. And like, it's so beautiful. It is. And I'm just sort of like, you know, there was every, in my mind, it's the whole thing of like, oh yeah. Like, you know, I think of it in terms of like, there's no way that one can exist somewhere where the other person isn't. And that happens all the time with family members and shit. And so that to me is like, of course that makes total sense to me. Yeah. You know? And I don't think of it as being this like crazy screwed up thing to think. I think of it as sort of like kind of what happens and you know, maybe there's something to it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, well, I mean, so I guess one of, so maybe one of the rules, the ghost rules yeah, what is are it, the, there's never like it's it can't be just like an ambivalent haunting. It can't be just be like you were my neighbor and then you died and then But I think they're all but that's what I'm saying. I know? agree. I, I used want, to see you sometimes. <laughs> yeah. We, we like did laundry at the same time. <laughs> I agree. I want to agree with you, but I've heard stories that were that had like no content where you're like who where I'm like, "Oh, this is just a bored ghost." A bored ghost. No. I'm telling you, like I feel like Okay, one. This is a thing that my parents. Well, actually, a bored ghost. Well, because there's definitely been stories and even things I've experienced where, in retrospect, 
My pa- okay, this is going to only make me sound like a lunatic. I'll tell my parents would be furious if they knew I was saying this on permanent record. But remember our house in Summerford? Yes. That house was haunted. My parents told me that when we moved out. They didn't tell me at all at the time. <laughs> you already told the story on Do You Need a Ride? You're on record. Oh, I did? <laughs> oh, they would be pissed. This is the fireplace one, right? Yes. Yeah. If my parents knew what a podcast was, would they be pissed? But yeah, they that was haunted. <laughs> and like, because all this wild shit would happen, like dishes would get moved. Like I'd come home and there would be dishes on the fireplace where I'm like clearly my mom didn't put dishes on the fireplace like what the fuck and that's meaningless like what is that doing to me how is that avenging your death to like move some of the pots and pans to the fireplace I have a a a subset rule because it doesn't I think revenge is a possibility or like angry something bad happened but also there's lots of story like plot points where it's like they're putting the dishes on the fireplace because their body is stuffed up into that chimney you know those ones where it's like, oh. if you would just fucking look up there, please get my corpse out of there and bury me. Right. Give me a proper burial. There's a lot of those proper burial type ghosts. Well, yeah. Where they're like, so that I'm is a sort of avenging thing where it's like, come find me. No one ever found me. Yes. It's yeah. It's like I'm still my bones are here. You right. Need to go put me Shit. somewhere good. That's, well, that because that, that house. It was not an old house at all. Like it was built in the it was built in the eighties or something yeah. maybe because we moved into it when I was in second grade or third grade. I keep pointing to Millie because obviously throughout high school <laughs> I lived there, there and so there's a part I lived there in like, high school. I've been haunted at that house. <laughs> well, the thing is, is we moved and not so the par- my parents the house they live in now we didn't move into until I was like seventeen. It was like my junior year of high school. So when we moved in to that the house they live in now i said something one day about that old i was like yeah wasn't it weird when this used to happen and my parents with totally straight faces were like oh yeah that was the ghost and i'm like i'm sorry what (laughs) and they're like yeah that house had a ghost the whole time and i'm like fuck you guys you didn't and they're like of course we didn't tell you like you were a little kid and then i was like thank you for not telling me because i would have fucking been a bindle on a stick at eight years old like bye guys i don't live here anymore Okay, and but yeah, they were dead. But my parents, two people who have no reason to lie to me about something like that, were just like, and who aren't like that. They're not like that at all. They're yeah. super not like new agey anything. Like, yeah, and they're like, yeah, that was the ghost. Period. Oh, but because here's the other thing too is that now we're talking about like, can you can structures that were built in the eighties and okay. and yes. can they be haunted? Well, that's because and Millie says that because I got in a screaming match with Chip Pope. <laughs> We were in a car driving to go do a show, actually. We were both on the same show because I ended up doing my whole set about ghost rules because we got in such an argument about it because he had just stayed in a place. I want to say it was back in Texas, but he was like, he stayed in some place. The more details he told me about this place, I made a joke about it being haunted. And he was like, no, it wasn't haunted. And I was like, well, how do you know? And he was like, because it was built in the 80s and the 1980s. And I was like, okay, and? And he's like, yeah, that's too early to be haunted. It's not old enough yet to be haunted. And I'm like, somebody could have died in it yesterday. Like, that has nothing to do with anything. And then, yeah, we got in this argument about, because uh, I was like, you don't know the rules, man. <laughs> yeah, what's the turnaround time? That's what I think. You know? minutes i mean like yeah. as soon as you die i think you could probably just be oh, like man. what's up i'm a ghost now i'll tell you right now if i went out in a shitty ass way i would be like death <laughs> two seconds later i'm going to haunt whoever fucks yes. with me like it's gonna be a real quick turnaround for me that's but see i think if i'm that mad if i'm that mad that's what i'm saying i think it all depends on the degree at which you're angry. Like, if you're, like, super fucking pissed, then I bet that's enough energy to be like, what's up, motherfuckers, like, five seconds later. Yeah, because I'm not going to wait around, like, 250 years right. or something to, like, age this place. Right. It's like, 
Oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's coming right now. Well, also that doesn't make sense in in. Uh, yeah, I, I feel uh, right now I'm trying to go through every like, go you know, a, a, a haunting or whatever. Like I watch all those shows on right. mm-hmm. fucking Discovery Channel or whatever. And there's so many that are modern spaces. Well, yeah, that's the thing is he fully was just like Victorian children are the only ghosts. You know what I mean? And I'm like, no, you can have you could have died after Victorian times. You rube. Into the 19. 19- you could have a new wave of ghosts. Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean. Exactly. And then here's another thing I want to bring up too. (laughs) So I had a friend who was an old friend who was convinced that her apartment was haunted and she lived in a, like a, you know, a management company. It it was probably built like (laughs) within the last 20 years. Right. 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 So we were kind of like, all right, like your apartment's haunted. We'll see. (laughs) What was her, what were the reasons about that? Here's the reasons. Okay. And this is where I sort of, I argued with her a little bit about this. So either her ghost was like the wackest ghost ever or she didn't have a ghost because she would say that she would her ghost would hide her driver's license. The, okay, okay. I'm already done. <laughs> Just the driver's license. She was always like missing her driver's license. She's like, "Oh my god, the ghost." But, is so the like, ghost like goes through her wallet and specifically picks out the driver's it, card, the driver's yes, license. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And puts it in a different pair of pants. And yes. she's like, "What?" Okay, so I already don't so believe she her. She is an alcoholic. Yes. Yes. <laughs> is yes. what's happening. A blackout drunk. A blackout yes, drunk. Totally. For sure. I've lived this life. Yeah, that's already right. what that is. But the ghost talk- of alcoholism <laughs> is no, what haunts her. She had the license story and then there was another story about how she dropped um she was making i don't know why she was making uh, a plate of like cream corn in the microwave <laughs> and then she like took it out of the microwave and then dropped it and apparently it splattered everywhere and she always says that her ghost caused the cream corn to splatter okay. who is this more person? than maybe a, a cream corn would splatter and we would always be like I can't yeah, believe you're saying these one. words. And she was always really insistent. Because the a, creamed corn massacre happened in her apartment in the 1800s. Maybe she wasn't. The viscosity of the creamed corn. <laughs> she thought she was buying a higher quality corn. <laughs> Maybe corn. the ghost of like, but, <laughs> but it's real soupy. But that's what I'm saying. Just it's the like, cheap soupy kind that yeah, goes but, everywhere. <laughs> Maybe the ghost thought that it was an already dead 700 year old person because what person our age makes creamed corn <laughs> for dinner? Like what? <laughs> What? But that's my thing about it. Like I always said, those are. What, by the way, those are her only two examples. Those are only two examples that her apartment's haunted. Yes, but I was saying, yes. like as a ghost, like I never thought that a ghost would just like pull pranks on you like that. It would be more like I'm gonna rattle your dishes, I'm gonna blow in your ear, I'm gonna like hover above your bed. Why would it even like mess with your food or your driver's licenses or like whatever? And also think of the mechanics of like, she already dropped the plate. So the ghost goes, oh, you just dropped it, but I'm going to make you drop it more. (laughs) I'm going to smear the cream corn around (laughs) as a message. Yes. To you. I'm just saying that like, that's, that's part of what I need to know about the ghost People like her though are what make it tough for us to prove ghosts. People well, out like her out there messing up the whole movement. Just those two examples. Just those two. Wow. But like most most ghost things, I feel like I I don't feel like they would they don't pull pranks. I feel like they do. I think they do sometimes. Like remember in Ghost, yeah. what what happened in Ghost? <laughs> when he writes boo on the window and stuff like that's a prank. 
burn the mirror. Do you know of any other ghost pranks? It's a documentary. I love that this discussion, (laughs) we're being 100% serious, but where everything we're saying is could be from fiction. It could be from from anything. Ghost is the realest ghost movie to me, though, because it shows him like training how to move shit. The part where he's like trying to learn how to kick that can, I'm like, I bet this is from real shit. (laughs) They have to do this. Also, the belief, or is it the no, not the believers? What was that um, Nicole Kidman movie where the spoiler alert? Oh yeah, and you find out she's a ghost. The hours? Yeah, where it's like the family. (laughs) Is she in the hours? Isn't that where she's like Willa Cather or something? (laughs) She's Virginia. Virginia Woolf. Okay, Uh, right. uh, Uh, I'm dumb. Um, No, no, the it's the but but it's a period one where they're all in a house and it starts with her family. They're doing all this shit. The kids start acting weird. Da da da. And then spoiler alert once again. Big reveal is that they are haunting this modern day. They're they're haunting a modern day family that live in an old house and they don't know they're ghosts. So it's like Beetlejuice. It yeah, but drama. It's right. drama. Beetlejuice also to me is like a total documentary where it's like they die on that bridge. So they're like, we're stuck here. We got to live in this house. We don't even know it. I don't think I ever laughed harder than when I saw Beetlejuice in the theater and that little guy's tiny burnt head. Yes. That was, he's the one that was smoking, right? No, that you're talking about the guy in the waiting room. Yes. Who has the head there's shrinker. Two. Yes. There's a, there's I don't like remember a him smoking. And then there's another like guy smoking oh the burn well, the, oh, okay. the guy smoking the smoke comes out of his neck remember because he has a oh, right. throat slit oh i i'm picturing the tiny head guy smoking <laughs> beetle just stands up by the way it i watch it all the time and it's still just as rad and funny it, it's a, like it totally holds idea. up yeah it's such a good idea and it's educational because well, it's clearly, because so yes. they have, I love the Sylvia Sidney, the caseworker yes who's like the caseworker in purgatory basically and yeah. she's basically like you know a real hard ass like did you read the manual? Yeah, like that to me. <laughs> Did is you like avenge your shit? Definitely yeah. true. Yeah, like that's definitely okay. Reality. So so far we have obviously avenging a weird death. Your Purgatory. Favorite. You love avenging. Yeah, because <laughs> to me it's like the one that makes the most sense. Yeah, and the one that requires the most energy. Because if the theory is that like we're all made of energy, and when you die, that energy's got to go somewhere. It doesn't like die. It just goes elsewhere. That if you're pissed because you died in a weird way you're gonna your energy is gonna be real hyped up more than italian it's gonna be italian fingers but it's gonna be you know there's gonna be more of it it's gonna be ready to explode more than just a person who's like oh i died in a normal way you're right and i'm just gonna slide on out of here right. wait what are our rules so it's avenging purgatory boredom i argue boredom uh there's also please find my dead body please find buried in your chimney or please find my shit my bones sometimes maybe pranks sometimes pranks and we also i'm telling you right now when i die i hope i'm a ghost who pranks people yeah, and we figured out that we that it can be a qu- real quick turnaround if it, if you want. Yeah, there's no time limit. You can haunt modern places that were built in the 80s or, or sooner. But or then past. how do you get when you're done ha- avenging I guess is pretty self like once your shit's avenged, once you've I don't know adequately scared the person who murdered you, you get to go well like the avenging would be like then you find the you know, you died the person that really killed you, you get them turned You either in. scare them or you like tell the cops somehow. Yeah, someone catches them. You wrap them. it up somehow and then you get to go on to whatever, heaven, whatever. And then, but then what about, yeah, how do you get out of ghostness? 
in other circumstances hmm. what if you what if you just start to be like you know i'm done being a ghost i just want to go live in heaven now well, how do you, you get, get out of it exercised or something like well that's just demons that's different from ghosts no but like isn't there like people that come into spaces and like like if a ghost takes over your body well like like say okay <laughs> say we moved into say we moved into like this place that your old let's house. not use this as an example oh my old house okay yeah. i don't want to use my apartment as an no, example no, no. let's just like <laughs> i don't want to summon any real. shit yeah well if i, I don't want your house yeah and i was told that there was a ghost in there yeah you know and i call a company that yeah yeah to come in and clean it the ghost hunters yes yeah or just like you know some some priest or some from shit a nathan for you skit that <laughs> yeah. will come in and like clean your house of ghosts and demons yeah so then what happens to the ghost yes. the ghost gets destroyed yes or just exactly gets sent back to where it's from you want to hear the wildest ghost story i've ever heard and forgive me if it might be somebody we know i am such an idiot because i'm there's this is my ghost story i will attack you. <laughs> oh but God, there's a 50 percent so chance that i heard this socially from a person <laughs> i know and a 50 percent chance it's from like a podcast or tv or something but i'm pretty sure somebody told me this when i went to max fun con is and i'm gonna forget the details but basically because my also my understanding is that the ghost has to be wherever shit went down right so it's like wherever you got murdered is where you haunt whatever right. house you lived in whatever but this person was saying how they had gone to a place you know that they're like this place is haunted and it was like a dude it was grim it was like a fucking daycare where kids died or some crazy shit where it was yeah. children ghost the worst kind <laughs> yes it's kind horrifying okay and so they went to this place and then they came home whatever they did their shit at the place came home and then they would hear like footsteps like child's footsteps they ca that the ghost came with them yes mm. and that was the thing and then they went to a media they went to somebody a medium a psychic whatever to be like tell me what's going on in my house and the person was like oh a child like an orphan ghost followed you home Aww. and that in order to get it <laughs> to go back that they had to do a big thing where they came to their house and they had to say out loud like hi i know you want to live here but you can't i'm really sorry i gotta take you back to where you really live and then they drove back to the place and then they like never heard the heard the footprints again the ghost <laughs> right which again that's I, the thing it's even as somebody who's like okay i believe you technically that's what's so funny about these stories because yeah part of me was like oh really like you would you have a car seat for the ghost the yeah. child ghost that you right. drove back to where it came from but then it, it so it's that thing where it's like do I believe in all of it? Do I just believe in part of it? Because when I hear an adult, they were like telling me straight face, like I heard footprints. I'm like, definitely. But then when they're like, so I got in the car, drove it back. I'm like, you weirdo. Like, you know what I mean? And that part could have been just for their own mental state. Like right. if they're, you know, that's another argument is it could have been, they went to this place. They heard this horrible story about children dying. Right. They got very it, like psychologically affected by it and brought it home and had uh, what they call a folie adieu where they're both hallucinating right. that this bad thing because they're both badly upset about it. And so then that person comes in and is like, yeah, 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 it's real. Now this is how you work it out, step one, two, three. And then just doing it, let them release the the like obsession that they had about right. the, the horrible thing. Right. I mean, who know who knows in that in that way? But yeah. the ghosts don't travel, is what you're saying. Well, to me, I feel like it's not 
I don't know. I don't know. That's another thing where, what are the rules? It doesn't make a ton of sense that ghosts would travel. Also, there's, I remember reading, did you ever read the book, uh, The House with the Clock in Its Walls? It's no. like a kid's God, book. God, even the oh, title no. sounds scary. It's such a good book. It's like a little boy that goes to live. I think his parents get killed and he goes to live with his weird uncle. And his, his uncle's house is all mysterious and he's like creeped out and scared. And then he slowly learns that his uncle's kind of magical. Okay. It's really cool. It's a great book with a great illustrator. But one of the rules in that book is that ghosts cannot pass over water. So the oh. uncle would get them into the car and drive. And then if they were being chased by the ghosts, the ghosts couldn't follow them anymore. So they would drive on a bridge, but just water. Right. They would like drive over a creek or a river right. or whatever and like get, they wouldn't be. Interesting. It was very cool. But I mean, like, I don't know what that's based on. Right. I don't know what any fucking thing is based but on. That's, right. But that's right. Then it goes but back that to the idea to of somebody who is haunting a person versus Instead a of a space. building. Yes. Yeah. Because True. it's like, you know, if you were being haunted by, you know, whatever, like some ex-boyfriend that didn't like you. God, you're really into that. Well, scenario. I just keep of Wuthering Heights because I'm just basically like, remember Kathy comes back and she's like walking the moors. Oh, right, and yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You're killing me, lady. Why are you here? You know, whatever. <laughs> right. But like, I'm thinking, oh, if Heathcliff like moves to a different location, is right. she just like back? Is she Yeah, because I'm, she's still on those moors. She's still on those moors. Yeah. But then that's why I'm like, why don't you just move then? I mean, maybe because I think he liked being haunted by her, obviously. <laughs> but I'm just saying that, like, in oh, that case, I w- just move, right? And I feel that's the it? same. Whenever I hear any stories, be they TV or people in real life telling me about how, like, their house is haunted, and they're like, oh, well, we'll stick it out. I'm like, are you fucking crazy? Like, I would move the second. I remember there was a TV so, movie. And you get slammed with all kinds of, like, you can't resell your house that easily. <laughs> but, yeah, but then you just don't tell anybody. No, no, I mean just like banking wise. And oh, shit. right, right, right. Like you have to Although pay all I kinds do. of fees and shit. <laughs> I'm a hypocrite because I think by law you have to, you should have to disclose if your house is haunted. Yeah, that's. I think you should. Like genuinely, I remember Dana. You know Dana's old house. Roddy McDowell died in it, mm. and he, but he loves Planet of the Apes, so he's like real hyped on it. And I'm like, because I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Get out of here! And he's like, no, that's rad. And then I said, I was like, did. Did they tell you? I think you do legally, at least in California, have to tell somebody if somebody died in your house. Well, and that's it. Maybe that's a Beetlejuice scenario where he's like, Roddy McDowell and I live in this house together. Yeah, and right. he's cool and I'm cool. And well, like- he didn't. I don't think he believes in. He was like, what? Nothing's ever happened. And I'm like, what? It's You're definitely haunted. But like, <laughs> I think. But also that if someone dies in a house, that doesn't mean that they're going to be a ghost. That's, that's true. Just, true. That's because true. he could have been like, we already laid life. out all the rules. I want an Oscar. Goodbye. Yes. Yeah. He yeah maybe been, like, he only lived in the house a year and was like I don't want to haunt that house I'd yeah. rather haunt or my I place just in been Palm like, Springs or whatever <laughs> I had a great time <laughs> the weather's so much better out there so much yeah do you think you get to choose then as a ghost yeah I don't think so I don't think so is it so. just where you spent the most time <laughs> I think it's where the action happened I think it's where you're upset last right. you're last <laughs> It's so. where you're last most upset. So if you are screaming in your car and then you fucking rear end a semi, you're going to fucking I'm gonna be up there on Honda Santa Civic. Monica. Ugh. Just standing around on Santa Monica yelling. Just like being pissed <laughs> for all eternity, you, trying to hit cars, but walking through them and shit. It's why you've got to return to a neutral space at all times. Well, okay. So then, 
But I just think, I don't know, I, banking money, that's irrelevant. If I'm in a haunted house, I'm gone. The, the stories I hear of people being like, no way, we live here. I'm going to stand up for my shit. I'm like, what is wrong with you? There was a TV movie I saw when I was like probably 10 or 11. And I remember like scenes from it so vividly because it was, you know, it was a based on true. It was like a mini series. And they said based on true story about this, this family that moved in a haunted house. But the ghost, I forget the circumstances under which it was haunted, but they would show scenes. The ghosts were like pissed. The ghosts were like, get the fuck out of here. Right. And would slam doors on that, like doing things to actively scare them. And there was one scene where the mom went to get something out of the fridge and it was like broad daylight and she opened the refrigerator. And then when she closed it, it was an outline of a man's shadow behind her. And then of course she turned around like no one's there. And then like it like pushed her into the thing. They were just violently like, get the fuck out. And this family was like, no way, man, it's our house. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like, they're never going to go, you're right, and back down because they have all of eternity to get more pissed about this. But they... I don't think you can reason with a ghost is what I'm saying. No, I think you have to figure out what they want. Right. Is the is what I've been taught by yeah. TV and movies. <laughs> and a seance usually does that, right? That's re- yes, that's true. Like a Ouija board? Or do you... Or you call in... Uh, those those two Vera Farmiga and Patrick what's his Wilson <laughs> they come in and manage your shit but <laughs> they're in every movie doing that now right yeah, yeah. but in that but do you even want to I think if it's something totally benign then I would go okay but if like a ghost is like pushing me up against a wall then I'm like you're right I'm gone bye yes like, I would do I would do that same thing yeah if it's just somebody again leaving out dishes then I'd be like oh this is weird let's figure it out but if it's like slamming the doors with my hands in it then I'm gonna be like you guys win. Do you want me to tell you my ghost story? Yes, now? I've been waiting. Yes, sorry, yes. sorry. And no, 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 no. I didn't mean it like that. But it kind of relates to all these things. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Because it, it's just a funny. It was such a terrible time. I, I think about it all the time because I go, if this was purely psychological on my part, and and then my roommate's part also, and a couple other people's part, um, but it was such a terrible time in my life. I had moved away to Sacramento to go to college. I'd gone to college for a year and a half and flunked out. Um, I had, um, before my parents found out that I'd flunked out of college, I had signed a lease with my three friends to rent this house in on, um, I believe it was 43rd and Folsom in Sacramento. Um, so kind of mid-city. And it was this little old, just plain old, house house like small it had a second story with one room up there um that I think they just had renovated the attic um and uh right as we moved in my parents were like oh you flunked out of college you no longer get any assistance from us we love you good luck in everything but you can't just do whatever the fuck you want right and which was very reasonable and I was kind of like oh so for the first time in my life I'd know I, I had no job. I had no way to support myself. I really wasn't that interested in supporting myself. I'd been very spoiled up until that point. And my parents were just like, we the bank account is now closed. Right. So I was fucked in every way. So I was very, it was all very heightened. And my solution to all of it was just drink beer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's all I did. It's all I cared about. It right. was just like drink beer and, you know, whatever. Borrow money from my sister. So who was also in Sacramento at the same time. So... In this house that we lived in, it was summertime in Sacramento, so it was like always 111 outside. Right. And there was only a swamp cooler on the inside, one of those ones that goes into the window. Right. So we would like literally pull chairs around a swamp cooler and like sit with our arms up on it, and it was just a miserable existence. So 
um, my roommate Patty, who I'd gone to high school with, and then we went to college together. She it was her room in that attic, and she didn't think it through that in the summertime oh in God, Sacramento, like a thousand degrees. Oh Truly, she couldn't. You couldn't go upstairs. It was right. so hot. So she ended up sleeping on the couch all the time. And um, then my room was right off the front room. The door to my bedroom was right off that front room where she was sleeping on the couch. And then there was a bathroom. There's a second door in my bedroom on the other wall that connected to this uh, bathroom. And that bathroom had a second door that connected to the back hallway where they... um, where the third bedroom was my roommate Christie's room that was next to the staircase that went up to Patty's room. So it was a little bit, it's very, I'm I'm making it sound more confusing as it is, but you kind of need to know that layout for the story. So we would have friends come up and or stay with us and visit us all the time. And they would sleep on the couch or sleep out in that front room. And oftentimes, like I would say, a handful of times people would wake up in the morning after we'd all party all night and everyone would go to bed. The, whoever slept in the front room would wake up and go, why were you doing the dishes in the middle of the night? Right. And everybody else would be like, we, I don't know what you're talking about. And then we just never talk about it again. And it happened. I like after the fourth time where someone's like, I just, you woke me up when you were doing the dishes. Right. And, and that's another thing where it's like, what you're no one's lying. Cause how would they know to say the same thing? Exactly right. Yeah. yeah, it slowly, it's like one of those things that slowly proves itself. Yeah. yeah. Where we weren't even paying enough attention to be like, God, that's so weird that someone thought someone was doing the dishes. We weren't, we didn't even notice. So yeah, we are like. so oddly specific. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know. So it happened a couple times. Then um, I have a dream one night and I, in the dream, it's, it's my house. So it's nothing weird. It's exactly, I... I'm in my room. I hear people talking on the front porch of the house. So I walk out of my room and I walk up to the front door. And it was one of those old doors with the glass at the top. So you right. could look out a little curtain. And when I looked out the glass, there was a mother and daughter standing on our front porch. Um, the daughter had braids. They had suitcases. And the mother was saying to the daughter, let's just stay here until he goes away. Or if we stay here, maybe he'll go away. And... When I woke up from that dream, I was so upset. Like, I wanted to start crying. I was, like, filled with dread. And I got up out of my bed. I walked over. I opened the door, my door that opened onto the living room. And in opening the front the door to my bedroom, I woke up Patty, who was sleeping on the couch. And when she heard the noise my door made, she woke up like, <gasps> like that. Right. Like, scared. And I and she goes, oh, my God, I, I just had the, the worst dream. And I go, was there a little girl with braids standing on our front porch? And she goes, why did you say that? And she starts crying. She had the same dream that I had. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yes. Yes. And she, she is. I We can call her on the phone right now. She's she remembers the story exactly like I remember it. And when I told the story on the crab feast, they the second time I went on after that, they were like had follow up questions. And one of them, Ryan Sickler, was like, she had more of the dream than you did because she was asleep for longer. Right. So I texted her and was like, what else happened in your dream? And she goes, no, my dream ended when your dream ended. So it didn't. What? She, it must the? have start. It was exactly the same dream. Right. And there's no reason for it to be scary because it was just like you'd be a little weirded out or whatever. But there but both of us were like scared fucking shitless. Right. When we woke up. OK. Oh so God. then that happens. We don't talk about it. And then so what just, happened after? Did you wake up in the middle of the night? Is that no, no, no. Oh. It was it, like the morning. Okay, okay. So say it was like eight in the morning when right. I when I opened my door and woke her up. It was like the morning. Right. So we don't talk about it again. 
and then everyone leaves for the weekend and I'm in the house by myself. Uh-huh. I wouldn't uh-huh. have been, I would have been like, wherever you guys are going, I'm going with you. It's just the weirdest thing. My sister was across town because she, she, we all went to college basically at the same time. It was like everybody in my high school went and went to Sac State at the same time. But I just, we were so, I was not thinking about any, I was so self-involved. I was so like, all I cared about was how am I going to get beer? Right. Like, how am I going to Is this like, lady and her daughter going to bring me some beer yeah, tonight? Exactly. <laughs> Hopefully you got those suitcases. You got a twenty dollar bill. You got a six pack in those suitcases. We can split it. I'll give you guys a couple. So I, there was just a real like in in retelling the story too is like people having that complaint of like who did the dishes and never did all of the roommates go, hey so are you doing the dishes? Right. Never. Because I think there's that part of like you don't want it to be real. I've definitely had things happen where I'm like I'm not asking more questions because I don't want to know the answers. But. I think if that were true, it was very subconscious because we just weren't dealing with anything. It was just we, no one registered anything as weird. Right. Yeah. It was almost just like, well, that's the thing that's happening. And like nobody. So I'm in this house by myself. I re- I was reading Silence of the Lambs at the time. There's your yeah, problem already right there. there. I already <laughs> and so you are glutton for it. I yeah. Mean, what did, you were summoning <laughs> shit. I really was asking for it in every way and wanted it. So I go to bed and I wake up in the middle of the night. Uh, my back, it, my, I'm sleeping with my face toward the wall because my bed was this weird little single bed. It was in the corner. My back's to the rest of the room. My fa- I'm facing the wall with my back to the room. I already know all this. I'm getting tense hearing it again. Um, so uh, the, where my head, the wall where my head was closest to was the wall uh, that shared the door to the bathroom. Just so you know, that's as close as I am to the bathroom door. Okay. I wake up in the middle of the night and I hear footsteps in the back hallway. And the first thing I think of is, you've been reading this scary book all day. It's not really that. It's the house settling. Don't worry about it. And then like two more seconds pass and they're very distinct footsteps. And then I'm like, holy fuck, I, this is how I die. So I was just like in that thing of like, no way, this sucks. I was really mad. <laughs> And I hear the other bathroom door open and I hear footsteps that go across the linoleum in the bathroom. And then I hear my bedroom door open and I hear two footsteps on the carpeting in my bedroom. And then there's weight on the, my mattress and I tip backwards. So I'm like laying there facing the wall and just as every step is taken, my I'm like tensing up more and more where I'm like, holy fuck, this is real. I'm, there's an intruder in this house. And holy shit. So the, the, they sit down on the bed. I tip back like this and I feel an arm go under me and an arm go on top of me and squeeze, 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 squeeze until all like all the breath is out of me. And then, and then it was over <gasps> and, that, and then it was just gone. And I call my fucking sister. It was like 3.30 or 4 o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, you have to come and get me right now. She was so fucking oh pissed. Oh, my God. But it was, I was not asleep. There's people who said that's sleep paralysis. You're dreaming and you think it's real, whatever. And I've actually had sleep paralysis where you're, you can't wake up out of a dream. That I know that sensation. 
I was a hundred percent awake because it was in sleep paralysis. I always have that feeling like you're just trying to come up out of the water. Yeah. Like it's very like murky and you kind of, you can't see. And it's like, you're half, you know, it feels like very half awake, half asleep. Yeah. I've had that too. Yeah. I was 100% awake, sta- my, blinking my eyes, staring at the wall going, I can't believe I'm about to get attacked. Dude. Holy and shit. And that's, you know, what's crazy is that's what a very less severe thing happened at Max von Kahn. That's the thing we were staying in this old, this distinct sensation. The crazy thing is, is like, you know, when a human being sits on your mattress, like yeah. the weight of it, that's what happened to me. Like somebody sat on my mattress and I jumped up the exact time that happened. Like as soon as I felt the weight of somebody sitting next to me, I was like, fuck. And like jumped up and like was pacing around my room. Like, Oh fuck. I yeah. can't stay in this room. Yeah. And, but it was the distinct, I didn't see anything. Right. I didn't hear anything. There were no like footprints or whatever, but it was just that weight of like, oh, there's definitely a person sitting on this bed. Yes. Nothing else feels like that. No, and it, it make like the material makes noise. Yes. Like every, it, not only was it not sleep paralysis where you feel so underwater, it was exactly the opposite. It was, I felt like I could hear 10 times better than I normally yes. heard. I felt like I was staring at this wall. Like I can still see what I was looking at when I st- was staring at the wall. Right. Like, it, and also you heard footprint, like you're home alone. Anyone, like whenever I hear anything, you're, you're like, Oh, somebody's robbing me. So yes. it's like, you're extra alert. Cause you're like, I got to make sure this isn't somebody breaking into my house. Yes. It's like, you have the adrenaline shot. Like you're, I, when you're awake, I don't know. It's just a, I knew I was awake. Oh, so when you, what happened when you jumped? So, and again, I remember you telling me the story at Swingers, because even at <laughs> Swingers, I was like getting chills because the idea of like the arms being like, I'm fucking squeezing you. So did you jump up and just like turn all the lights on? Yes. And then just kind of pace until and your call sister. my sister and like waited on the front porch. Yeah. I, I have so many questions. Okay. First one, <laughs> what did you think? Like you were like, like somebody like, took you around the body and yeah. like did you think that they were gonna like kill you yes. or did you think that they were like was it like a hug or was no. it no you I, thought it was like somebody coming you think you. it was like the yeah, abusive sure. husband this lady and her daughter were running from i think well there's <gasps> lots I of think. theories i think it was they thought they were safe in this house that yeah. we all lived in that this guy lived in he lured them in think making them think they were safe and in the middle of the night went and like attacked the daughter Okay, so you, yeah, you don't think it was the guy they were running from. It was a guy that was going to give them shelter from something else. But this is my, also, this is my, like, writerly theory where it would be the most interesting if it was, like, come on in. You can stay in my house and escape your abusive husband. And then they're there, they relax, they get comfortable, and then he kills the dog. How old was the house? Do you know? It was from the 30s, I believe. And then after this happened, did you ever have another dream? Like what did anything happen after this? No, I went and stayed at my sister's. She was like, You're a big pain in the ass and was legit mad at me. <laughs> and then everyone came back on Sunday from all their things and we continued to live there for like probably four or five months until we moved out. And did you hear did anybody else ever go the like they bring up the dishes or any other shit? I can't remember, but I do know that like all of the relationships in the house were kind of dissolving. Like there was it was really everything every all the friendships were splintering so there was definitely like we weren't in the in the beginning it was like all our fun friends from high school and then like I kind of stopped hanging out with Patty and she started hanging out with the other people and I started hanging out with my drama friends from from Sac City College where I started going after I flunked out 
And my other two roommates, I stopped talking to them and they were mad at me for hanging out with these other people. So everybody stopped communicating and kind of like there was no fun in the house anymore. It was like bad right? vibes. It was definitely bad vibes. And you, so you think that it was, so it was a guy who was living in the house. He was the one washing the dishes. <clears throat> I don't know who's, I bet it was, sorry, I don't know who was washing the dishes. Uh, like that to me feels like almost like, and this is going to sound so stupid, but it's almost like if the portal door was open, then that's the, whatever was happening that night that he killed. I think it's the little girl. I think he attacked the little girl. That's just my theory that like that was a maybe the beginning of the like the mother was doing the dishes. Oh, Let me ask that was happening. Were the dishes ever done? Thing. No, our kitchen was so filthy. And also... Oh, so it was just the noise of it. It was the I'm noise like, of it. I no, don't know. Give me a ghost that's going to wash my fucking dishes. No, no, no. It was going like to do chores? Sink. It was... I would almost theorize that the ghost didn't like how dirty we left the kitchen. <laughs> because it was like these gross. people. It's avenging the kitchen. Yes. He's like, clean this shit up. But... I feel like it's part, I mean, that's what I would like. If it was a movie, it would be part of the storyline. The dishes yeah. would be an indicator of something, that, right, that yeah. was happening. Well, do you think, okay, so what ends, uh, I have so many questions too. Do you think, I guess my thing is, what makes the, how come he never tried that again? On me personally? Or anybody, like how come, like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, well, there was one day after that where, um, my other roommate, a girl moved in with us who was also friends um, with all of us and she moved into my room. So we we had like these two weird twin beds in my in this room and one day we both got migraine headaches to the point where we could not move. We were both laying on the beds. Every time a car passed, we'd start crying. It was like one of, it. my head, I wanted to remove my head. It right. was so painful like we we had all the shades shut but we had like put stuff over our eyes but it was both of us had them right and like neither of us ever had a migraine before or since and it was just in that room in that room in that moment where we were my sister came and took us both to the hospital to like to the er to make sure we hadn't gotten like inhaled gas or yeah. some, right. some weird shit like that because we were it was the weirdest thing and there was nothing wrong with us right either of us and i think when we got to the hospital like by that point, it just kind of started going away. So was but that room? Or I do, think it was you, that room. I definitely did. Hell yeah! He tried that just because it was like the time that you a person was home alone. Like it wasn't. There was like the one night where there wasn't like a house full of people. Yeah, I mean, I think <clears throat> I if I had to guess or say what my like imagination serves up to me as the answer, it's like the portal was open. So like, yeah, there was no one there to wake anybody up or go, you're fine, or well, we had the same dream, but everything. There was no comfort to be had. It was like I was in their world almost. Right. Like I, like suddenly it had flipped over and we were, it was now whenever that was. So did you did ever, ever want to do any research about yes, like who I lived literally, there? Literally, did you go internet, when the internet got invented, were you like, first thing I'm looking up is what happened in this house? Property records? Yeah. Yes, in fact, my friend Patty and I, who are ha, have become friends again um, and have talked about this. Now, th I told her to listen to it when I did it, talked about it on Crap Feast and how much those guys loved it. And because we also talked about her, they kept going, Patty Riley. So like, I was like, you have to listen to this. And she's like, that's exactly how I remember it. 
And she's like, and I've started looking through, she started trying to research it, but she's like, we're talking about maybe going on like a road trip to Dude, try to look go. at old yes, files. Yes, you have to. Get off microfiche and shit. We can't find anything normal. Like there's just no, I, I found the name of the person who lived in the house like in the 50s and it's a guy that has like it sounds like two first names like George Stanley yeah. or something that sounds so fake where I'm like you could easily back then just be like yep I'd like to rent this house my name is whatever I fucking say it is yes. and no one would know yes and he could be he could have been a creepo serial killer that like was just sitting there like a big fly in his fly trap and then after that was done and he you know Oh, also, Patty, Patty told me th there was a tiny door up in her attic room. She found a tiny door in the closet that she didn't see was there when we all moved in. Oh, that was like no. a little short door that when you opened it, it just went into total darkness. That's portal. Oh, hell no. That's portal right there. But also, right? Patty, oh MVP, take him off for the team, getting in the attic room. Yes. If I, I move know. in with a bunch of people and they're like, who's going to live in the attic? I'm like, not it. Yes. Like, no way. She was, she, she's quite a, she's a good hearted person. That also just like, we were all just like, this will be fun. Like I, for a while I was like, do I want the attic room? Like, right. It yeah. was all very, uh, nobody was really thinking about what, there was no critical thinking going on yeah. in right. any way. It was, oh, we were man. all just 19. If you went and did some heavy duty research, you would totally find some fuckery in that house. Right. Yeah. You would find some crazy shit. You would get some it. fucking extra, extra. Like yeah. what if a headline is like, Weird guy hugs and then kills lady in room. I mean, be, here's the thing, too. A hug, obviously, we've all had men hug us as adult women. And no one can hug you that hard that it feels like, right? I mean, right. taking your breath away. Yeah. I, that's why I feel like it was the little girl. I feel like it was a man. And it's also like in sneaking in her bed in the middle of the night when her mom's asleep. Exactly. Yes. When her mom is somewhere in, yes. in a different room or whatever. It's yeah shit yeah but, right so my dream is that we look up we we go on our trip and we go into like say hall of records i don't whatever it is that we could somehow get access to to just to find out if there were like was there a crime reported there was yeah. it, anything ever found there was there even anything slightly suspicious in that house at all you know because he could have left and then they remodeled it and then found bones or you know what I mean yes. like some yes. little tiny just an indicator of you're into some hidden kind. bones I you love know. a fucking you're I like love that's the cause bone. of shit people then trying to get you to find their bones <laughs> those bones you can't just leave bones around you, you know, have to so, bury them I remember my favorite episode of your of your other podcast when you were talking about uh who is it the Christopher Chichester was oh, the yes. guy like the yes. um the the wait is that a real fake, name the fake Rockefeller the Rockefeller remember we we saw that documentary where they found hidden bones in his backyard and that's I was right. like that's my favorite episode it's <laughs> and you went off on those bones I yeah. love it <laughs> well because that's also like in a cartoon if you know like if they they do that in the Simpsons sometimes where it's like they just kind of travel down and yes, then they and show there's just bones. like a skeleton yes, yes. a box of treasure whatever's underground <laughs> yeah. a yeah. dinosaur yeah. that's my favorite so you're you're pissed for all eternity until your bones get put in the right place I mean, I th it that makes a lot of like step by step sense to me. It does yeah, for it does. like old timey ghosts. I feel like today, less people, fewer people care because no, more I people feel, get cremated and stuff now. Yeah, that's true. But I and but I also feel like today, 
it's more of people trying to point to this happened and no one knows about it. Right. Yes. Which I think might be ours in that house is whatever that guy did to that mother and daughter, like go- they were on the run, they were at risk and he did whatever he wanted. And then just, Oh, I guess they don't. Oh, I don't know. Like he, yeah. who would know if, if they didn't know if no one knew those two women went to that house or stayed with him, even for one night, they wouldn't know. It would just be like, Oh, I guess they disappeared. Like a mother-daughter disappearance in Sacramento in the 40s. Oh, my God. Dude, I got to sleep on your couch tonight. I was going to say. <laughs> or like, Can here. we all sleep under your weighted blanket? <laughs> sleep here. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, a friend of mine told me a story about his friend in Los Feliz. They own a house in Los Feliz and that. So this is like third hand. But again, it's a person where I'm like, why would you lie to me about this? That And they have little kids. They have like five, six, seven-year-old, like two little kids mm-hmm. who they the kids would go to the parents and be like, like, I forget the exact phrasing, but basically would be like, when can we hang out with our friend again or whatever? And the parents are like, what are you talking about? And like, they would just say, they said that so many times that like last night I had fun with my friend again. And and the parents are like, okay, just thinking, (laughs) but also dismissing it. Like, Oh, you have an imaginary friend, like whatever. And then, um, one night they actually did, the parents did see something and it was like just an older woman, they ended up finding out like an older woman like committed suicide in the house but they saw it and then they were like but the kids were like yeah that's my friend i've been telling you about where the the parents were like scared but the kids weren't yeah weirdly yeah and and even though the parents the whole however long the children were saying that and however long they were dismissing it like yeah whatever and then they actually saw it themselves and got scared and were like oh turns out you guys weren't lying or yeah but i don't remember if they moved or anything it was just an interesting Again, hearing the fees would be so high. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd be like, bye kids. I guess you're raising yourselves because I'm out of here. But it was just the interesting hearing that the, the children weren't scared, though, that they were just like, oh, yeah, that's the lady we hang out with every night. Yeah, because there maybe she wasn't vibing them. So like there was no if a lady's just in your room and she's like, hello, children, do you want to read me a story? Then like right. there's nothing to question because you're a little kid. You don't question anything anyway. But it's like. But if she's got like a fucking slit neck and she's coming at you fingers first or whatever, right. then you're like, holy shit. Oh, I'm definitely sleeping on the couch. Because a ghost tonight. isn't, Karen, a ghost isn't like a deal breaker for you, Nessa. You kind of like want the experience, is that what you were saying? You were like, I mean, I feel lucky, even, I feel lucky that I get to tell that story just sure. because there's nothing like having a showstopper of a, well, sure. oh, really? Do you think yours is good? Listen to this. That's, the, <laughs> I, that's all I live for. But, but um, I do think any kind of tangible proof to to argue against the fucking boring naysayers that are like it doesn't exist where it's just like well go ahead and live your life that way right but like there is a possibility it does like there is a possibility other things are happening and if you are a sensitivo maybe it will happen to you but you're but millie's right in the way that like if your house was haunted right now like you wouldn't move out of a haunted house like you would just be like all right as long as you don't want to do weird shit i'm cool with it i think it depends on the experience like there's those ones i've seen on a haunting where like you know there it's raining on the inside of their house or whatever like when it's like that weird (laughs) shit where it's like it was raining backwards up to the ceiling and all that where you're like oh then you can't live a normal life right but if you get breathed on a couple times like you're okay with it see because i'm full i think i'm zero tolerance i don't care if mine wants to dress up like a clown and like (laughs) make balloon animals and is that i'm like i don't care though dude i'm not into this you can't be around i'm zero tolerance but if you well 
it, part of the reason I got my dog George was just to have like a, a, a living alarm of anything weird happening. Yeah, yeah. And so I feel like I would base it on what the animals were doing. If yeah. the animals were freaking out and doing weird shit, I'd be like, I, I can't be around this. But even if he stares or she stares at something. Wait, with George is the girl. Yes. <laughs> if she stares at something, as long as she's. So even if you're like, okay, something's here, but she, it's being chilled to my dog, so it's okay. Yeah, if she's not, um, you know, like in horror movies where like the dog is like crying and then peeing in the corner yeah, and yeah, stuff, yeah. or like any of that weird shit. But like, if it's because, well, this you're if you're gonna already sleep on Millie's couch anyway, I'm just gonna say this: your you, house is haunted. No, no, no. Oh, but there's always the possibility someone, a real person, is living in your house that you don't know about. Oh, yeah. You know those fucking stories? Oh, definitely. What the Where, fuck are you talking? Like, all of a sudden, like someone, it's like this happens in house houses that it had. We've gotten stories about this on uh, my favorite murder, but like that someone, it's found that someone was living in the attic that they didn't know. Fuck off. So people think they have a ghost or is haunting or oh, you know that's this or that, and it turned. They go up there and find like soup cans and shit, and yep. someone actually is squatting inside their house. How yeah. the fuck did they get into the attic? it's like they broke in when the when everybody was at work and they brought all their shit up and they're just real quiet and then they like sneak around at night and yeah. that's why like things are missing and shit and the stuff gets moved around well like i've heard that too but like people like squatting in like houses full of like college dudes like dorm like you know like a bunch of college dudes like 20 people get a house and there's like some extra person living in there yeah because there's so much activity that no one really knows yeah you know so, if oh someone my. leaves a rapper out there like oh that's just one of right. these gross guys and it's basically like somebody living in the basement or something <gasps> yeah yeah i don't know though that's like less scary to me because that's at least a thing you can i don't know i mean that sucks please believe i do not want that to ever happen <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's not that's like, oh, okay, well, at least you're, I can see you, and this is an explanation that I could wrap my head around. And your yeah. dog would go batshit bananas if there was anybody. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. that's that's the thing that makes me feel good is that Georgia's almost just like that. They go crazy if somebody walks outside the right. front of the house. So you know so you're like, safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. no way anybody's getting in your attic. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm such a people pleaser that it's like if I had a ghost in my house, I would be like, all right, it's yours. Like, it's like your thing. Because I'm like, I don't know. You lived here for 200 years. Yeah. Or, or whatever. And far be it from me to like get in your shit. Like, I'll move. I'm cool. Like, that's how I feel about it. Would you do that out of pleasing or out of fear? A little bit of both, um, honestly. Because there's a part of me that's like, okay, you got like some unfinished business here. Right. And I'm just like living here and doing dumb shit. <laughs> like, you know. No, I'm not like, doing anything important. You know, if you need to like right a wrong... I'll I'll find another place to be. But how yeah. you, you can communicate do that, that. Do that? You know, as long as it's not my thing, because I don't want to like I don't want you to haunt me as a person. Right. Like, don't haunt me, because it's like then I'm like, did I do something bad to you? I just like if you want to haunt the space that I'm in, I'll move. Like I'll go. Okay, out, I'll go out of the way. Well, here's you know the know thing, because I mean? you're fees. I'm just <laughs> the fees. <laughs> you're super open to it. So that's the other thing I kind of talked to Hardwick about where I'm like, maybe it is a thing where he's not open to it. So ghosts know to not try to go hang out with him. Whereas you're like open to it. So they know that if they're going to try to communicate with somebody that you will be like receptive. You'll be like, oh yeah, this is possible. Whereas somebody who's fully like, I don't believe in you, then they're not going to go try to talk to them. And this, this is super dumb sounding, but I believe 
uh, <laughs> the children are. <laughs> Isn't that dumb? Um, no, I, I, I believe that I have a uh, the Irish psychic is what they call it that my people call it. But it's like uh, I had an Irish girl do my nails on a cruise ship one time, and she <laughs> looked at my hands and goes, "Are you psychic?" And I was like, "I don't know, no." And she goes, "Yes, you are." She goes, "You got the hands." And then I was like, "I don't know what you're talking about." And it's like it's like a thing where. I think there are people who are paying kind of almost naturally paying more attention or like uh, like yeah. a little bit like it's almost like having better than average hearing but it's about a different thing. Yes. Yes, I agree with that cuz I'm the I'm like ignorance is bliss. I'm like <laughs> I want to stay not psychic. You like th this thing where like I've always been very good at spotting weirdos to get away from. Yes. Like I I know And I'm like let's go away. talk to that guy. <laughs> I've, I've always had, even as a kid, where I'm just like, I'm going to excuse myself out of this situation immediately. Right. And like instinct, maybe. Maybe it's just instinct. Maybe it's my parents. Who knows? But but that feels like it might be part of it. Yeah. But I just have I a think little so. bit of the hinkiness. Yeah. I think I have that too. Yeah. Like a little, like I always can pinpoint like weird coworkers, you know, like, you know, the guy that ends up being the weirdo, you know, yes. and like any situation. I'm like, that's a weird you know, and maybe it's just more of a scam thing that I have where I'm like, <laughs> I think that guy's a scam artist. And here's why I think that. But yeah, I don't I think it's an it. intuition, maybe a little bit. Yes. So the, the, and also when you're looking for you're, when you know to keep your eyes open to it. Yeah. Like there's some people who are just so accepting of like where maybe it's a cynicism, but it's kind of like that thing of like, well, when somebody presents you this big, pretty picture, some people go like, oh, my God, this picture is so pretty and I can't believe I'm it's getting presented to me. I've always been like, what a, you're presenting something. So right. what's your motive and what's your agenda? Right. Because clear, you don't just do that for people. What This is such an effort. Like, clearly you're trying to cover something up. Right. And so maybe it's that, like, uh, being attuned. I don't know. Now I'm talking about a kind of different thing, though, because that's more a scam thing than a ghost thing. But I think it's applicable. Like a sensitivity, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Just being a sensitivo. And we're like, ugh. I can hear everything. But ultimately lends more credibility to your ghost story. Because you're basically like, you have a bullshit totally. detector. Yeah. Ultimately. I, I think so. But you also have this like tolerance for things that you can't explain 100% scientifically. Right. So, so what do you think is the ideal? Like if all of us want to guarantee that we become ghosts, <laughs> how do you make those circumstances? But I don't want to get murdered. So take that off the table. Okay. But it's like. What Murders if you out. want to be a chill ghost? You want me to put your bones in a chimney? <laughs> that'll do. In will my you? opinion, that'll do will it. You? Yep. A ghost or a sport? Not only like, a true friend. A <laughs> only a true friend would lose my bones in a chimney on purpose for yep. me. I will absolutely wrap your bones up in a weird cloth. Yes. <laughs> shove them up a shove random up chimney. There. Well, I want to pick the chimney. Great. <laughs> But I'm like Marie Callender's. What if I want to be a jokey ghost? <laughs> a you pizza want so much salad for the rest of your living. What if non I want to be days? a jokey ghost? You know that's. Up are to there you. ever? But here's another <laughs> thing that I want to say to the ghost rules. Like, are there ever? You don't ever hear stories where it's like, oh, it was just real funny. It was like a real goof. This yeah. ghost did this and it made me laugh. Yeah, there. Like, is there ever like a ghost that is just sort of like here to? have some fun and isn't trying right. to like avenge themselves or like a ghost that just had a real funny life. That's like, 
I'm just gonna keep this going. I feel like people have stories like that from like my grandpa died and yeah. then it came back and he left the old thing on the table. Yeah. Like I've heard a couple of those, but it doesn't that doesn't seem like a sustained haunt. It seems like when you have re- re- sustained experiences, it's it's usually negative. Right. Right. Isn't that the bummer of it? Yeah. Well, but Again, I'm saying that as if I'm a scientist. Well, right. As if I mean, I'm an expert, and it's purely based on what I've seen on TV. Well, yeah, same. But I think collectively we are coming to a consensus. Like we've we've got some solid ghost rules going. I, I think that so I too. think could be applicable to the world the, at large. Everybody could. Yes. And then sometimes it's just pipes, like those. Sometimes those it is. ghost hunters that are also plumbers that are like <laughs> they're there to be like, look, we know what to check for. Right. When this is just pipes and this is not. But pipes. see, that's another thing because Hardwick does like to watch those shows, and he goes, "Don't you think that these ghost hunters, whose entire profession it is to hunt ghosts, how come you never they never catch anything on TV?" And to me, I'm kind of like, "Well, the ghosts know the cameras are there." Well, but also, I think a lot of those are bullshit. Like yeah. that's that whole EMT reader. But part of it, I think, is like you can go to a place and get a weird feeling on the back of your neck that you would only get in that place right. because a bad thing happened. And there's still no way to like show it. Right. Or or have it be a thing that's like satisfying. Right. Because we're fucking talking about ghosts. Yeah. When I. Oh, so, I mean, the story is not as good as yours, but the where that happened, Max FunCon East. It was two years ago. It's at a hotel in Pennsylvania. And it's really it's like totally dirty dancing. It's totally like that place in dirty dancing where it's like a whole resort. Yeah. And it's old and whatever. And when we were driving there, everyone was joking. It's like in the forest and all that kind of shit. And everyone was joking about it being haunted. And I was just like, haha, whatever. But then when we drove up, I was like, oh, this is absolutely haunted. Like just looking at it. <laughs> and then when we were checking in, I jokingly asked the lady checking us in. Like, I just went like, hey, be sure to not put me in a haunted room or something like that. And she matter-of-factly went, oh, okay, I won't put you on the third floor then. And I'm like, oh, wait, what? I was like, I was totally fucking with you. And she's like, oh, yeah. Like, the story was that a little girl, like, jumped out of the window on the third floor, right? Oh, Which no. I know. I'm like, fuck that. So How I didn't little? get on the third floor. I wasn't Child on- suicide. That's yeah. fucking... Or fell out. Maybe it was like she fell out oh, of the window. Oh, so yeah. either way, I'm like, no thanks to the third floor. And then, so I wasn't even on the third floor. And then like that shit happened to me. The next night I slept in Janine Brito's room. <laughs> like I had at breakfast, cause I just stayed up there. It happened, my feeling of like somebody sitting on my bed, it was like four in the morning or something. Yeah. And so, and this, and I, yeah, I just fully jumped awake. I wasn't asleep either. Like it, my room had such a weird vibe that I was like watching home shopping. My favorite pastime anyway. So I was awake and watching it. And I'm with you. Like people tried to be like, "Oh, you it was you had a dream," and I'm like, "I I did not have a dream. Like yeah. I was awake and someone sat on my bed. Yeah, and I just jumped up and just was walking around the whole time, and then got out and like walked around the lobby. Like I just had to stay awake until the sun came up, and then I was having breakfast, and I was like, "Uh, you guys, I gotta tell you something. Who has a free bed? Can I sleep in their room?" And thankfully, most of the people, it was just a table of other comics, and they were like, "Oh." yeah i believe you like this place is creepy as shit yeah so the next two nights i slept in janine's room with her i also think people have had like if they haven't had the experience firsthand everybody knows like a family member or a friend or someone that's had something happen that they know are the kind of people that don't lie so it's not like i think that's why there are the cynics because and and those are i think people who really need to feel they feel like 
it needs to be within my control. I need right. to be able to say what does and does not happen in this universe, which is just a, such a naive kind of like immature thing to demand. But but whatever, like whatever you need. But I think for the most part, everybody has had some kind of experience where if somebody else goes, yeah, I was very upset last night. Everyone goes, yeah, okay. Yeah, because in my case, that's my story was such that like I was so embarrassed I was definitely not lying if anything I would lie to not tell it because I was like when I was telling everybody I'm like I'm ashamed to tell you this but I'm too scared to sleep in my room like I wasn't like listen how cool I am about this thing I made up so you'll think I'm cool like I was like no it's a bummer I'm real embarrassed I can't go back to my room to be so scared that's the other thing like my I I don't think you've met my sister but my Mm. my sister and especially at this point in time was the meanest older sister on record (laughs) so it wasn't like the she was my best friend that I could call and be like I need your support right now I was so scared that I had to call the meanest person in Sacramento to come and pick me (laughs) up and I was like I don't give a fuck get over here now which also scared her and she's like what the fuck is going on and I was just like I don't I can't explain it like, just please don't make me be here by myself. Did she believe, when you told her what happened, did she believe you or did she just like clown on you uh, to be mean? I th- She's the kind of person that like, from my memory, I doubt I made an effort to explain it. I'm sure I said like, I just had like a ghost experience and she'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Right. Like, that would be her answer. Right. But meanwhile, I was like, I was doing things like, this is back when um, we didn't have a VCR, so we'd rent a VCR from the video store and then not return it. So when I went back to the video store one time, I owed them $150. Oh, <laughs> damn. And I was with my sister, so I was like, I need to borrow $150. And she was, like, I did that to my sister constantly. She was, she had to take care of me like she was my parent. Right. Because I was just like, well, I've been cut off and now I'm just out in the world fucking up all the time. Right. So, uh, she wasn't all that interested in my, she just, she kind of saw me as like a lunatic drug addict that like couldn't get her shit together. Right. So she wasn't interested in like, I'm sure she would be the first person to be like, you were, you were drunk, you were this, you were that. And as I said to the guys on Crawfish, like, I really am the most unreliable narrator because at that time, I really was like real, like my blackout alcoholism was really burgeoning and coming into its own. Right. There's all these ways you could argue against my, what the experience I had was. Yeah, but I still think even through something like that, you, I think there are times that you get so ghost or not, like in a situation, you get so scared that it's like that thing of like a mom who can lift a car off, off of her baby <laughs> yes. where you're like, I'm so fucking scared. It just made me sober and made me be like, I am a hundred percent aware of what's happening right now. Yes. Cause there's definitely, I mean like obviously I've never been drunk or whatever, but there's been times where I was in situations. Yeah. Again, where you're like, is this how I'm going to die? And you just get this clarity where you're like, I'm so aware of everything that's happening right now. Because I'd had that feeling before in other places where you wake up in the middle of the night because you hear a noise or you think something's happening and you're like, am I about to die? I mean, I was always very like of that mind because I was always reading true crime shit. And like, I loved that kind of area. But normally when you, when that happens to you, you hear one noise and then you lay in bed listening for noises yes so that becomes the fear the kind of experience in and of itself this was it it, i only waited a couple seconds to hear the next footstep it was like oh this is on like it's the thing i feared and thought was happening in other places and now it's not just one noise that like what was that on now i'm scared by myself it was like one noise 
two noises, three noises. Yes. But now it's continual noise. Someone is coming for me. It's so fucked. Oh, damn. Possibly related. So do you think that there are daytime ghosts? That's another rule I want to go over with okay. you guys. Because I'm with you. You you rarely, the only time is that movie I was talking about, the lady, the refrigerator thing was during the day. Okay. Because like the sun, and then I'm like, wait a minute, ghosts can have shadows. Like, I didn't think that was a thing. Like when the sun shine through a ghost. But I yeah, how many times do you hear people in broad daylight being like, I just got a weird haunting thing? On, on Paranormal Witness, it does happen a lot. You know oh, wow. that there is that house that's in, um, it's right off of Beechwood Canyon. It's the house that's, there's a house that is, um, was declared like the most haunted house in America. <gasps> Shut up. And, yeah. Also, and how do you measure that? Because they had a, a poltergeist that threw shit and they had, they would just bring people through and be like, stand here for a little while. And then it'd be like <laughs> crazy shit. It was witnessed. It was recorded. Oh, like they sent man. all the people out, all the experts there. And it was like, did people live the there? Board. I think do they people live there? I don't know what the deal is now. Did they make it a ghost museum now? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no one can live here. It's but a ghost it's, museum. You know that part where you drive up Gower, and then if you keep going straight up, on the left-hand side, there's um, a convent, and it's been there for years. I've read about this. I've not seen it, but I know what you're talking about. So that convent, they discovered that there was a tunnel dug from the convent to this house yes i've totally read about this yeah yes. yeah yeah so they think that some fucked up shit was happening come funneling in or out of the convent or something and that the bad part like that that that's what this psychic bad vibes or whatever is because this house has like either like nuns people were going in and killing attacking nuns something yeah. whatever some dirty deeds were happening and then like the result the resulting bad energy ended up in this house holy fuck yeah so it's but that the house has had stuff happen like during the day daytime nighttime like people standing there and going and then a vase went right by my head holy shit so no shit. one must live there now i i don't know because unless it's like a marilyn manson guy who's like i love living here because it's so weird and ghosts i mean you know the house is still standing and i think i've driven by it but Let's go there after we're done. I there's a book called um, Haunted California that when I very first moved to LA I read, uh, which was a terrible idea. But that house and that story was in it, and that's right. so then I was like all obsessive, like this is the coolest fucking thing ever. Right. Oh no, I I read about it actually because it's same kind of thing. It was like LA Times did a list of like the ten most haunted places or something in LA, and because for a while the fucking army guy I was dating was obsessed with the Los Feliz murder house where yeah. the Christmas tree was still up and everything, because yeah. he kept being like, let's go to it, and I was like, fuck off, I'm never <laughs> going to that place. But yeah, so I it was on a list with that house. So that's how, but I remembered that house way more. Do you know about that house, right? They I just sold it. It's a house in Los Feliz where like a guy, a dentist or something, just got up one he day and killed. an anesthesiologist. He might have been a freelance oh. anesthesiologist like Dirty John. <laughs> but he just got up and like killed his entire family on like Christmas Eve or something. And so every, in like 1968 and everything is left. Like if you go look in the windows, the Christmas tree is still up. The gifts are still out. Like the place the settings on the table like everything is the same as it was like the night it happened so georgia just did this one for our la show oh shit she talked about the los Feliz murder house and he only killed his wife his his he attacked his older daughter and she ran screaming out of the house escaped, right? i think both oh. or, or i think i think I from what she said 
in uh, like at the show, the older sister got hit in the head with the ball peen hammer, but ran out of the house bleeding, got to the neighbor's house. Then the little kid heard the screaming. The, there's a middle brother. Oh. And then there was a little kid, the, a little sister. Basically, all the kids got out, but he murdered his wife and then committed suicide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But here's the weird thing. So they were, I believe... I believe they were a Jewish family. So the Christmas tree and all the Christmas shit that people were seeing when they looked through the window, the next family that bought the house no, moved in and then moved out really quickly and left all their shit behind. So it isn't, it oh, isn't the so murder family's the, okay. house. It's like these people who basically went on to use the house as like storage. Right. That's Which is the, the weirdest. It's yes. so weird to me. So like the family owns the family that owns the house. Yeah, they don't live in it. They just like and it's like a mansion. It's like a huge expensive it's a huge house. Mansion. Oh yeah, God. because I when I was reading about it, the the people who own it won't give any interviews. Like won't talk because people want to go. Why do you own this house? Just sell it. Yeah. What are what you doing hell? with it? And they won't give any interviews or anything. But I don't think they're related to the family. No. But they finally no they bought it. Yeah. Because like, that because the reason that he did all that he would this man was going to kill his whole family because he was in really dire straits financially right they were living as this like doctors rich doctors family but actually they were like crazily in debt so he's like well i'm just gonna take everybody out it's that patricide shit and, yeah like, or no that's when you kill your father it's the familiar side shit where it's like we've been we've been shamed i'm gonna take us all out so nobody has to suffer under our shame of being poor or right um but so did the family then the Christmas family, right? They they must have been haunted. Like it must have been a thing where they moved in. Shit was mad scary, and they were like, "All right, bye, everybody." I mean, that's what I think, but yeah. they no one will tell. No, like those those people that moved in and moved out, and then just left all their shit there for like twenty years or however long it was, never told anybody what the deal was. Right? They never told the story of why they moved in and moved out. So all that's up like theor theoretical, and so, now someone new is moving in. So you're telling me that like if we drove there right now, there would be like shit in the house. Yeah, that's yes. been there for twenty years. Yeah. Yes, and is there lights on? No, no. I think they have them on a timer or something. I think neighbors in the article I was reading, I think they just have like outdoor lights on a timer or something. But yeah, I don't they, think the lights are on. But like if you go during the day and look in, yeah, like a Christmas tree from like 1969 is still. So there's standing. always people going in there and looking in. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. and getting yelled at by the neighbors. Yeah. Who hate it? it yeah. But but now it, that's all changed because also it doesn't make sense, uh, especially in that neighborhood the value of the land alone yes. much less this gorgeous old house yes. it's like who are these people that are so rich they can afford to buy a house and move into it. it move out of yes. it and then just nothing exactly it's, and leave all that stuff there yes because they had boxes and tons of like personal stuff yes and, like that's almost we as weird as the original happening yeah for sure. exactly for sure is weird also we knew a girl who this girl from australia that we met who went and visited that house and said that they got there and they jumped out of their suv just to go look to see what they could look at and some weird th thing happened with like the doors like some weird thing happened with their car that they were positive was like right like a haunting come look at thing. this house yeah damn dude we gotta go up to the i just want to drive by the beachwood canyon one but then as a nun gonna like jump on our car and follow me home yeah and like screaming like a banshee yeah well that also it's hard to tell which one it is but I mean, I'm sure if we looked up Mysterious California, the great book that that yeah. I love so much.
there was so much good shit in that of just like crazy fucking there's places. crazy shit around la man because it's got that crazy mob history and that crazy weird i mean that's like the i just did a show at the con i never go to the comedy store because the building itself freaks me out yes and like i just did a show there last week and that's the thing you look down those cavernous stairways and you know like upstairs all the mob shit that happened yep it's just a bad being in that building is scary to me i saw a like a haunting show and it was a bunch of comics who did shows and worked there and people that were like i started as the doorman blah blah blah. yes there's did you ever see that that one guy had a story um about they're closing up and there was two of the i think two guys there as they were closing up the whole thing they walked out of the main room and then they heard a noise. They walked back in and all these chairs were, were piled yes. into like a pyramid. Yes, yes, yes. I've read so much stuff about the comedy store. Yeah. I mean, like, honestly. it proven like yes. that place is. Because they used to murder people in the basement. Yes. Yeah. It used to be like a legit mob thing. And like, that's why. I mean, not only do I only bomb when I perform there. but <laughs> Clearly haunted. I, it's because it's, it's haunted. Yep. The ghosts are not feeling my they're, material. They're blocking your... No, I mean, that's the real reason I don't go there, but I like to tell people, like, oh, it's because I'm too scared. I mean, yeah. they're both true, yeah. but I also don't like bombing. But yeah, it's a scary building. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I will say as somebody who just, like, moved to L.A., like, there's always been, like, a weird vibe to L.A. For like, sure. As much as people think that about, like, the South and the Civil War and all that I shit I mean, Civil like War that, ghosts are nine million times scarier, but I mean, L.A. definitely has... I mean, that's probably podcast to discuss, like, yeah. city ghosts versus country ghosts. <laughs> yeah. Country ghosts are pretty fucking scary. Yeah. I mean, I will yeah, say, yeah, because there's just a lot more, like, weird medical shit that happens in the... Like, yeah. amputations or something. Yes, yes, yes. I mean? exactly. But people will... left to their own devices. Exactly. Yes. Like people sawing off limbs. Yes. And but I will say that LA to me as an outsider is like, there's a lot of like weird shit besides yeah. just like mob and weird families, but also just sort of like the general vibe of LA, which is that people come here and they try to be famous and a lot of them don't and then they go crazy yep. and then shit happens. Yes. So right. I'm That's like exactly totally... Right interested in like reading a book about it or anything you know yeah. sal Mineo died in west Ho in an alley oh, yeah. in west hollywood i, I know that where like it could be any of these alleys yeah for sure i think like i would just went and saw there he had there was a retrospective of him at new beverly and i was reading all about him one night and i was like he got stabbed in an alley in west hollywood Shit. so every time i'm walking around and i'm like looking down alleys like i'm like i wonder if it's that alley i wonder if it's that alley you're all these ghosts it's yeah. at, and it's haunted with like even if people weren't murdered or whatever it's haunted with people who were filled with big uh, happy dreams yes. and they came here and they got drained yep. and thrown away yes. it's basically kind of like a la confidential style where it's yeah. just like people being used like just like like Kleenexes and that's yes. that kind of like concentrated because there's so many fucking sociopaths people come here for power for money to control other people to dominate other people and there's more I would theorize way more sociopaths than there are in other cities because I, I, I agree right yeah. they yeah. come here to be like yeah it's the game or whatever but they actually have no internal moral compass about LA we got the hottest ghosts <laughs> only the hottest <laughs> they always die in the best outfits yeah. <laughs> that's the one question that someone said uh, I can't remember where I heard it, but I am obsessed with it, which is that idea like you wherever you die, that's the outfit you're in for the rest of Forever. your for your haunting eternity, which I'm screwed. I every outfit <laughs> every time I leave the house, I'm like, this is a disaster. Well, okay. <laughs> but is it that 
I say yes if you but if you have a real funeral like if you have a funeral though won't it be what everybody dresses you in to have your funeral I think it's that I think that if you not because by so. that time you could have already been a ghost if you're like again, I don't like, know like, that that's where these rules come in because I feel like if yeah, you we're have setting a, down that rule if you get if you get your decapitated in a car yes and then you haunt dead man's curve for the rest of your life you're not going to be wearing the tuxedo they put you in no they're you're going to be wearing I that don't, I don't dumb, know if I agree this dumb sweatpants situation I'm in not, right now. No, I don't know if I agree. When I saw Pet Cemetery, the movie, <laughs> yep. by yeah, Stephen King from the 80s, <laughs> that guy that got hit by the car, the jogger came back to haunt the lead character in his jogging, jogging. outfit. Yeah. yeah, but okay. And okay. to get real, he came back and he still had his injuries yes, that's from right. the thing. Okay, but that's, but it's obviously a case by case basis because. While that that might be true, I think it depends on the circumstances of your death. Because think, okay, for that story, think of how many other stories you hear where you're like, it's a fully dressed lady in a gown. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I think it depends on, again, if you're if you're still pissed, how pissed you still are. But it's I, dealer's choice, though. I don't Maybe think it's dealer's, dealer's choice, choice because it's like this. You if I'm a choose ghost, to be like keep the injury in my head. But if I, okay, if I was a if ghost. If you get to choose, I'd be like, make me look as hot as possible. No, because here's the thing. If I was going to go haunt somebody and I was like, to be most effective at scaring the fucking shit out of this person, I'd be like rolling up in my injuries yeah. and my bad <laughs> outfit. Because I'd be like, here's what you need to understand right. about the situation. But that's, right. that's why I say it's case by case. Because then if it's really, if you're haunting somebody, haunting is wrong. Because that always sounds scary. But if it's like, what if it's a thing where it's like, you know, I my I want to go say hi to my grandchild. Obviously, I'm going to want to be in like the dress I was buried in. I'm not going to be in my hospital gown or whatever. But here's the thing. I don't think theoretically. I don't think you get to choose like that. I don't think this isn't like a video game. You get to drive around or whatever. <laughs> it's like, here's the thing. So you're it, it, go, most ghost situations, as far as I know, it's like you're driving over a bridge. All of a sudden, there's a girl in a wet nightgown. What the fuck? Why would she be out here at this night? Right. No, it's not. She drowned 1,000 years ago, whatever. Yeah. And it's the thing of you are popping in and out of a different time with a person reaching through like, my body is still stuck under the yes, log. But I think the person gets to choose. I do think that it's like, that's still the circumstance. Like the girl who drowned, right? She had, she didn't want to drown. That's an, a thing that's either an accident or a murder where it's like, shit, I didn't want this to happen. I'm pissed. I'm stuck in the clothes I drown in. Whereas I think, again, like if like your grandma dies at 95 of natural causes, everything is smooth sailing, then she is going to be in her funeral outfit and her finery. Like, what's up? I'm looking great because I had a totally normal, chill death and I'm not pissed about it. I don't and know I if they wear say the clothes from the Maybe. funeral. I think yeah, they probably like wear like an outfit they really liked the, the thing they always well, that presumably yeah. will be your fu isn't that the thing is you tell people like put this on me at my funeral not it's my favorite dress not everybody gets to decide what they get to do well on that's their what funeral. i'm saying in a normal circumstance where it's somebody who is living long and, and has written a will and has been like here's what i want to happen but i think when ghosts appear it's usually like an extreme situation right so it's like i like the idea of like the grandma haunting but the in in what my experience would be, which is A, getting hugged by a ghost when I was a 19-year-old drunk, B, watching A, haunting. Hugged is polite. Like, that's terrifying. It was, like, had the life terrorizing you. Yes. Yeah. I think um, 
watching A Haunting and Paranormal Witness, where I'll, I'm just taking what all those people say. <laughs> right. Where it seems like if you're going to go tell your granddaughter that you love her, that's that thing of like the wind blows and there's a weird thing that uh, the book she gave you flips open and then right. there's this. It's not like an actual figure it's going, not hi, like I love you. You turn around and your grandma's like, Bleh! you know, because I think <laughs> it seems to me that those ghosts are there. They're trying to scare the shit out of people to make them aware that their body is trapped under a log. Like, okay. this yeah. is actually a story that I, from, I can't remember you what city we were in. You are like, bodies are hidden everywhere. <laughs> Just listen to what they're trying to tell you. Go find bodies. But, I, so, oh, but you're just saying, like, that's way more common than night. There's not as many nice hauntings where you're going to be walking down the street like, hi, I'm cool with everything. I just want to tell you that. Yeah, I just, I love this lake and I just wanted to be I here. I love the way I died and I want to <laughs> put my cozy sweater on and just really hang out at the lake. Yeah, I feel like a ghost, ghost level, ghost sighting, you're going to be seeing someone that's like, you know, why is her hair wet? What's right. happening? right. And not somebody who's like, she's real pretty and happy looking. And they're like, that's right. Cause I had the most chill death ever. She's that she died of being too beautiful. <laughs> her mom put her in this tracksuit. She had a really terminal case of happiness. <laughs> yep. She was so beautiful. I was diagnosed with everything's going too great. She had so many doors open for her <laughs> that she died from being insanely popular and she got texted too much and died from it. <laughs> it was a tragic case of being high fived to death for how everything works out so good all hey, the time. Hey, girl, put her up top. <laughs> Sorry, I can't. I'm, I'm dying. <laughs> okay, well, I'm dying of success. We figured out ghosts, I guess, right? Like I we, feel like we it's settled. We got all the rules. <laughs> and Millie, Millie's you've never, not, you've never not, had a ghost satisfied. story. I don't. I mean, I really, I really don't. I mean, like every. Not to the degree that you have, honestly, because like there are times where I've lived in like weird houses where like everybody like fell down a lot or something, you know what I mean? Like we were always just like, but it's like, you can explain that. With we're being, a ghost through corn chowder. You yeah, know, whatever yeah, yeah. It was. Which is almost like, but we just drink too much or whatever. Yes. So and I'm a little jealous. I had to say, I was sitting back going, damn, I've never had a damn Don't ghost story. Don't be it blows. But then here's the thing. I know that if in the situation, I know how I would react and I would be very freaked out the only time i would ever go into anywhere that's haunted is if like it was a very over the top like vincent price like <laughs> oh I hello will. come on in you Here's know and i'm like other... that's all i you know sorry to interrupt it's only you reminded me i have one other story i didn't like experience it but okay jeremy jolly a friend of mine since like middle school we used to just like go drive around looking for weird shit like in you know in high school somebody would be like oh there's a weird thing off of fucking 85 and we'd be like yeah let's fucking go to it yeah so we went to marietta square one day this is during the day there was a Marietta Square, by the way, is like super Civil War, okay. like antebellum homes, like so Civil War. So we went to this one house that was abandoned, but it was one of those houses where it's like no one has lived there in a million years, but there's still fucking furniture in it and stuff. Yeah. And so the door was open, like the door was cracked. And again, this is fully like at noon on a Saturday. And it was weird. Like, so he, of course, went ahead of me. I'm like, I'm not going to go in there. And he walked inside and I just kind of stood in the doorway and like looked in. And it was a thing where, like, it was a two-story house, but the the wall, you could just, like, walk up the stairs. Like, a lot of the walls had been knocked down. Like, it was a decrepit house, but, like, still had furniture and stuff. 
So he walked upstairs. He's like super trying to explore. And I'm like, I'm cool, dude. I'm going to stay in this doorway. And then like a minute later, he comes running. I've never seen him run so fast. And this again, this is a guy who not only is not a liar, but also Jeremy was not scared of anything. He would watch like faces of death and shit. So he's one of those people where I'd never seen him be scared before. And he comes running down the stairs. And I was like, what the fuck? And he was like, get in the car, get in the car, get in the fucking car. And I'm like, okay, because he was driving. And I'm like, what happened? What happened? And he was like, I walked upstairs. There was a piano upstairs that started playing when I got upstairs. Yeah. And I again, I've never seen this guy before since run so fast. I've never seen that look in his eyes ever again. Like, it was definitely a thing where I, co- I got scared because I'm like, I've never seen you scared. You watch that Too Hot for TV thing where the lady gets hit by the train <laughs> and you weren't even scared. And he was like fucking terrified well and i will say this too i completely if if scientists came and they were like well actually here's what happened your special mixture of keystone light and (laughs) fucking bad decisions maybe there because we also know so little about how the brain works right there is a possibility that my brain was like get out of this house get out of this situation get out of being a failure right do something with your life don't don't die in this house metaphorically yes like and your there brain could, it could have been that yeah a hundred percent like if someone came and said that i wouldn't continue to argue no i think there's a specter yeah or whatever who knows but but i think there's i think e- even if it's our brains making us believe projecting something or whatever that's just as interesting to me totally as yes. it coming from the other way because then that just means we're much much more powerful than we know we are yeah that's super cool but uh, that being said ha- there's seasons and seasons of these shows that i've watched so many of on you know the history channel the discovery channel where it's just normal people going yep we thought we bought our dream house they're so bummed <laughs> yeah and bump and like sad because they buy this house and then they all go fucking bananas yeah and they they don't seem like drama queens or they're right. all regular people that are like we lost everything because we tried to buy this house and open a b&b and instead you know there's one amazing one where like the husband gets up every night and plays the piano. Have you ever seen that one on like a haunting? Uh, no. It's so creepy. Like the the whole. And when family, he's awake, like, he's like, I don't know how to play piano. Yeah, exactly. And and also the mother starts aging. Like they're like, oh, she has cancer. Is there something wrong with her? And the doctors are like, there's nothing wrong with her. And it's like the ghost is like sucking the life out of her. Are these real? Is this a movie? No, 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 these are are real. What did you say? It's like the end of Zardoz where they just age like within a minute. Terrifying. The aging, like holy shit. Yes. Proved like a physical thing happened to this woman. I did. There's a YouTube. We should watch it when we're done with this because I did. There's a recent, like I logged into YouTube and you know how they're like, hey, we suggest these like the aging goth. (laughs) <laughs> I got one that was elder goth makeup yeah. tips. And I'm like, thanks. How dare you? Yeah. But then there was one that was some news thing where I'm like, okay. And I, it was a newscaster. It, like the house was so, it was such a small town that it was on the news that the house was haunted. Right. And the cat and the news lady went like, yeah, whatever. And then went in the house and it's her being like, oh my God, like fully, like some shit happens on the news. And she's like, I'm getting the hell out of here. Shit. And I watched it. It was crazy. There was something like she, there, the, something jumped in the stairwell. It was just nuts because the cameraman and the news lady trying to be professional was like, okay, well I'm channel six. I'm so-and-so for channel six. I'm going to get out of here now. Like, yeah, it's pretty funny. We'll watch it. Was it from Halloween though? No, it was real. It was real. Cause they then they turned the the cameraman 
Like, they turned the camera on him, and he was like, yeah, this is weird. I want to leave. Wow. And it was, like, during the day, too. It was a daytime ghost. I just like that phrase that you said. Are daytime there any ghost. daytime ghosts? Like, <laughs> day it's to so night ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> How do you go from day to night as yeah. a Victorian ghost with a high neck collar? But do you think that also... I got it. We've been doing this for two hours. I should wrap it up. But okay. with the ad- daytime, I'm just sort of like, do you think the hauntings take place... Like, if you get murdered during the day, do you think you haunt during the day? No. You don't think so? You don't think maybe there's a thing where it's like, so-and-so got stabbed at 2 p.m. And then so, like, every day at 2 p.m. a thing happens? The the uh, buzzer goes off, and they're like, all right. <laughs> burr, 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 burr. 2 p.m. <laughs> Let's get down there. Time is money. If you can lean, you can clean. And they, their boss is like, Excuse me, are you going to walk down the bridge? Your body hasn't been found yet, and it's three. You got to clock in. Come on. That break's been more than 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so the rules are, what do we? What did we determine? If you die in weird circumstances that you're still pissed about, there, we came up with at least like three or four rules. What were they? Um, the, we definitely, when you're dying of normal times like it's likely that someone's gonna come get you to be like come with me yeah um i believe someone comes someone good comes and yeah gets like you. somebody that in your from your life that has already died is like join me wait that just reminded really quick uh-huh my sister went to a psychic that her best friend adrian and adrian's family had hired and this was a guy who's from San Francisco. He came up. There were like, say there were 10 seats. He was like, I can I can do this with up to 10 people. Okay. And at the last minute, somebody had to work. And so Adrian was like, Laura, come with me. You should come and be that. And my sister was just like, oh, she didn't like stuff like that. But she's like, fine, I'll go see. And this was my mom. My mom was uh, in the hospital, like in basically like... Uh, getting close to hospice care because she had early onset Alzheimer's. So she was basically dying very, very slowly. And our cousin Dina, um, who was mentally retarded, died at a like very sadly young age. She was like probably like in her late 30s. Mm-hmm. And so they start this thing and Laura was there with Adrian but she was kind of like a visit she was like I felt like I was a visitor so I was just kind of sitting on the side waiting to see what happened right. and the guy immediately goes does anyone know Dina and then he goes you, what's your name Laura and he's like Dina wants to say something to you and Laura's like oh my god and everyone in the room knew Dina um, and he the guy the psychic told my sister Dina wants your mom to know that she's waiting for her <gasps> Okay, so that he knew Dina. He wasn't even like, I get a D. It's like you fully knew the name. Dina came, like basically Dina showed up first to tell this guy, to tell my sister, to tell my mom, let go, come on over, we're waiting for you. And there was no way he could have Googled her or looked up. First of all, we're not blood relatives, so like they were family friend cousins. Right. <laughs> and my sister wasn't supposed to be there. So there's just like no way he could have already known right. to, to like freak my sister out and tell her that. Right. Isn't that crazy? Yes. So I, a 1000 of all the things we've talked about tonight, the one I 1000% believe is someone's going to come pick you up. Right. In your, in when you're about to leave. Right. Or that you just don't go alone. I mean, I love that. I love that idea. And again, like it's that I, it's comforting because then it's like, you know, it like kind of lends itself to this idea that we're not actually alone in death. Like we're, we got bros. Yes. The connections that you make here 
matter. Yeah. And last. And that like all these people that like you think all the people that you have lost that you that aren't in your day to day because you just all of our lives are filled with our own dumb bullshit or whatever. But that they come that they're like, all right, now you're here. Now you're coming over with us. Right. I that is such a comforting idea. Yeah. Will you both party with me in heaven? I'm sorry. I'm so busy. (laughs) Will you make that promise now? All I know is that the way you're haunting me is probably what's going to happen is I'm going to be in bed one night at the witching hour and I'm going to feel a little fart go off. Why am I dying <laughs> first in this scenario? I'm just saying. I mean, I know how I'd haunt you if that's any consolation. How would you haunt me? Oh, I would be goofy as fuck. I'd be I a know, definite daytime ghost. Like crazy. Goofy. Like, you know, I would be like trying to do funny dances and stuff. <laughs> like, you know. And but, I would be like doing story and clothing. Like, who just turned on who let the dogs out or whatever? <laughs> like that would start blasting and it would be like you laughing. Oh yeah. I would be doing like viral internet dances. <laughs> like it, it went at like a very inappropriate times. Like I'd be just doing all. I would be wild out. I feel like that's that doesn't count as haunting if it's that that's enjoyable. No, I agree. That's why there has to be. There's got to be some other word that's like a synonym. That's like the not scary synonym of haunting. It's like a visiting or something. Yeah, like or you'd like visit a, me, not haunt me. me. Right. Yeah, but if I'm gonna visit, I'm gonna do some shit. I'm gonna do some shit too. <laughs> when it comes down to you, we'll it's like, see. I gotta come all the way over here. <laughs> we'll see. All right, so we do agree to meet in heaven. Yes. Okay, great. And we do agree that it, I'll avenge if any if you guys either one of you get killed, I'll avenge you in life and death. Sweet. And I'll um, pull your bones out of the chimney. Thank you. Yes. You. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'll definitely reach up into the chimney, yank down that old weird cloth. Where'd you get that cloth? <laughs> so old and creepy and papery. It's like papyrus, but cloth what is this an old top sail that's like the number one way to dispose of bodies is shove them up a chimney that's the most convenient way to get rid of your murder evidence yeah it's like um i was babysitting the child fell down the stairs i didn't want to deal with it so i wrapped them up in an old flag shoved them shoved them up into a chimney (laughs) you know you know how you do yeah on the farm all right so we figured out ghosts you guys thank you everyone for listening Um, I'm so I'm so extremely pleased that you're here. I yes, was, that ghost story delivered. Mm. Like that was the most one of the most insane ones I've ever heard. And I like Thanks. that you again. You're willing to talk about this in a series. Like obviously we're joking, yes. but also not. Like this is a thing I do think about and like want to figure out. I do too. And I'm kind of fascinated by just in the way that. I'm not as receptive as you are. Any ghosts that are listening right now, please, I don't want to hang out with you. I don't, I'm not yeah. opening that door. Karen is, I'm not. I don't, I Any know. ghosts listening to podcasts. <laughs> I mean, in this a room. A ghost, it's like, you know what, I'm in a ghost. In this room, not on iTunes. Podcast. Like, in this building. No, no thank you to you. The lady in the first apartment's, like, days away from the end of her life. Like, I, this building might be haunted by the time this comes out you better go bring her a fucking coffee cake she's no really not shit. i say and i say okay, hi to no her all shit, the time right but she is like minimum 95 years old minimum yeah but she might have uh she might be all good with everything i think she's lived here since like the grand opening <laughs> <laughs> when when the mayor came down and cut the ribbon for the apartment building <laughs> yes that'll be 25 dollars a week i don't know why that's it's been my favorite joke to say that about somebody since in 11th grade did you ever have coach daly for chemistry you know i'm talking about right who look like santa claus 
No. He looked like Santa Claus and he was a narcoleptic. Oh. So he would fall asleep in the middle <laughs> oh, of chemistry yes. and we'd be like, yeah, like it was rad because he would fall asleep for entire class periods and we would just fuck around. Yep. But Kyle joked about that, how like he had worked there since he was like, I think he was here for the grand opening <laughs> of our high school. <laughs> And I was like, oh, yeah, the ceremony they had yes. at the high school. Big scissors. Um, yeah, totally. Okay, so that's it. We figured out ghosts, guys. Congratulations, should we a- Should we ask people to send us ghost stories? Was that too yeah, much? Yeah, okay. So y- our email address is aprilandmillie at gmail.com. All this can be found at sortedpodcast.com. Yeah, Millie reads all the emails. I read them, too, afterward, but you read them first so you can screen them. So, yes, send us your ghost stories if you want. You screen them first because I don't want to read them if they're super scary. I will have nightmares. Like, I'm the biggest wuss of all time. I have to sleep on your couch every time we watch the Versace show. It's true. It scares me that much. So, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, send us ghost stories. It's so good. I can't wait. But, yeah, so you read them first and then you can, like, screen them. Yeah. I mean, you know, I want some good shit. Yeah. Karen, you set the bar really high here. I don't want us, like, I was, you know, in a gas station and I felt somebody I, but i also no. want specifically daytime hauntings if you got them and normal clothes if you've seen a ghost that's like <laughs> looks good and not looks murdered wait that just reminds me this is not ghost but in Mis- the book mysterious california uh-huh oh wait haunt did i say it was called haunted california i think so it was called mysterious california okay sorry and because it also talked about that there are lizard men living on Mount Shasta <laughs> and that, that they basically that there's a city inside of Mount Shasta and there's there there and a race of lizard men live there and they're and they've been spotted by hikers on Mount Shasta. Uh, um, when you say lizard men, by the way, you mean like men with lizard faces? Yeah. And lizard basically skin? like man bodies Upright and lizard heads. Lizard. Okay. And this is a big thing. Like, um, there's a there's a lot. David Ike. There's a, there's an author, and he has this whole conspiracy theory about how there's that basically the royal family are all lizards. They're shape shifting lizards. Oh, and the bushes. like V. Yes, exactly. Okay, that they're kind of like are they're already here and yeah. they're, they're they've already infiltrated our government and stuff. But that they live in Mount Shasta, <laughs> and that they in mysterious California. Um, the hikers have said that they've seen lizard men wearing golf shirts and um and like jeans and okay. so just the idea of like it's a daytime lizard man in casual clothing yes, and like polo ralph lauren yeah it's not so it kind of relates just in that way of like if you're if we're talking about all weird things yes you know and the idea that the guy they're dressed like blockbuster employees like hi i'm a lizard guy i have a collar on my shirt i guess because i'm a lizard and i can't regulate my body temperature well enough i just want a polo shirt but also wouldn't their skin turn the color of whatever they were wearing <laughs> Only green polo shirts are allowed. Yes. <laughs> oh my. Okay. So yeah, I want stuff like that. I want if anybody, if any of you have seen a ghost that was nice, that was like, hi, I'm just here being nice, and a I don't board ghost or a goofy board, ghost. Yes, like something other than I'm trying to avenge my death. I definitely want to hear those stories. And if you have gone it up into your own chimney and found a wrapped yeah. up. <laughs> Of bones. If you've ever found bones in your chimney, for real, tell us and the police. But email us first. Uh, yeah. What other situations? What other stuff, Millie? I don't know. I think we covered the spread. All right. Go to sortedpodcast.com. Oh, also, That's if you're a ghost. If you're yeah. a ghost, you definitely email podcast. us. First hand. First hand. Ghost69 at, ghost at hotmail.com. <laughs> email us. Ghost69. Um, ghost420. 
hotmail.com. Okay, yeah. Uh, sortedpodcast.com has our Patreon and our email address and all that kind of stuff. So thank you, Karen, for Absolutely. coming to talk about Thanks. this. Thanks, gals. That was really fun. Okay, yeah. bye. 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 Sorted details, follow away. Sorted details, follow away. Sorted.